This podcast tells the stories behind the craft breweries across the country. I'm Erica. Matt. And sound guy Ryan. And you're listening to an episode of Brewers. What's up, everyone in podcast land? We are What's here up? for a... Yeah. Another episode of Brewits, and this is episode, Ryan, what is it? Uh, 44. Oh, 44. 44 this season. Oh, this season, right. Right, and we are inching closer to our 100th, 100th episode. episode. Can you believe, like, when I started this podcast four years ago with Allie. Without us. Without you guys. Um, I truthfully thought I would not have two new co-hosts and a sound guy. I thought I was just going to do it by myself with Allie. Well, then guess what? Life happened. Surprise. How naive I was. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but like anyone that's been on the journey with Brew Roots, uh, thank you guys so much. Like who's been there from the beginning. Uh, there's so many people who are like, oh, I listened to your first episode and it sucked. But you guys have gotten a lot better. Yeah. And, uh, it's amazing. And we love all of you and everyone who we randomly meet who listens. Like my mom met... Um, Stark Brewing Company over the weekend. Nice. Yeah, just randomly he was doing a tasting. Like she kind of walked in, like, "Oh my, my daughter does brew roots, and oh, it's so cool." And he's like, "Brew roots? I love fucking brew roots." <laughs> like, dude, yes. Like, I love hearing feedback like that. So the best one. Thank you. <laughs> the best one for me personally was my dad wearing a brew root shirt in New Orleans. Yes. Hell yeah. And Parlo yes. being like. It's real. Here is the red carpet for <laughs> you, sir. And my dad was like, Walk right my, in. my dad was like, oh, I'm not related to them. I just know, like, I, I like the podcast, and fan. I went because of this. Super cool. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. You're the yeah. real MVP. But um, we are here tonight um, after our episode last week. Yeah, which was Pumpkin Fest. Yeah, and if you guys are back after our drunken disordered episode Dude, you last guys week, rock. Thank um, you. <laughs> I know you're here for a good content episode and um, I have, have to say to not um, or, or uh, interview episode to not discount any of the guests that we have ever had on our podcast. Oh no, every episode is amazing, but we had some special feelings. Yeah. This one. I just, like, ha- we just really enjoyed our time there. Yeah. Um, and they're the real deal. Yes. You know, they, they practice what, what they, they preach. preach. I like um, breweries, and I'm not saying that breweries out there no, don't you like do breweries. this, um, but I, I like breweries who are, um, they don't care where you've come from, who you no. are. They're um, open to and all you know what? And you know what? I will sure. say that um, outside of founders, fuck you guys. Um, <laughs> like, no, seriously. But outside of guys. them, like, it seems like there is a, um, a tie turning into more inclusion yeah into the beer universe um which is awesome i know that there is still um disconnect between the male and female ratio but redemption rock is making huge strides and trying to get past that they do blind hiring um, which is super amazing they include everyone um which i mean i was everyone's always welcome but again foundation yeah. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. They, they, uh, Redemption Rock, our guest, um, Danielle and Greg. Yeah. Um, not only are they making awesome beer, they have really good fucking coffee, but they're doing the right thing. They are. Mm-hmm. And that's important. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times there are breweries that are opening up to make money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. And you just want quick hires. 
Um, but they're hiring the right people for the right job. Yeah, they yep. took the time, again, like I said, to do with blind hiring, and they yeah. ended up hiring all female staff. Yeah. Not on purpose. They just hired the most experienced or, you know, best fit. Best fit for the team. For yeah, the team. and let me yeah. tell yeah. you, when so I wasn't able to be here for the interview. Uh, I went there a few weeks after um, you guys ended up uh, yeah. doing the interview. So I went to Wormtown, parked there. Shout out um, to Katrina. What up? Shut yeah, up. hell yeah, amazing person. Uh, and then I walked to Redemption Rock. Um, they're in walking distance, so you know they are in sure walking go to distance. Both when you're yeah, there. I mean, it, it, you know, it's not a small walk, but it is a walk. Like you can definitely it's like a walk 10 there. Walk. It's not. Uh, it was about fifteen, but Ryan fifteen slow. twenty. Um, but anyway, so I got there um, already. Like as soon as I walked in, I felt very welcomed. Yeah. I mean, it was super low key. Um, Dude, everyone how could was you having not? a great time. Like they Their literally have a room so with turf. Yeah, I know. And like <laughs> tables. I know. And it's beautiful inside. It's beautiful. And they super have that nice. Mural. It's amazing. Yep. And I just feel like I am like so. If there was a perfect ideal brewery in my mind, it would be Redemption Rock. Basically, uh-huh. what it looks like. Yep. yep. But what I was yep. going to say about the staff is that you know I had this. Um, beer tender throughout the night and she was so nice yeah there's and even to oh, being nice. nice to you ryan which is like really difficult it's not easy struggle with that here um but no <laughs> she was super nice um yeah. you know i you know i had a few pints uh tried another couple things and i want you know i wanted to take some crowlers home but for some reason their the crowler machine was broken yeah their machine yeah. was broken blah, which was blah. super bumming but you, you know, know the what? positive of broken machinery and not being able to take something home, it just makes you want to go back again. Exactly. Oh, so like for me, it's like I don't look I at that going. as like a negative. I'm like, I'm oh, I just want to go back again. Area, yeah, yeah. I am yeah. Stopping by. And that and that's where I was going. And, and she totally understood. She was like, oh, I'm so sorry. But like I had such a good time. Like I really want to go back there again. Fine. Like ASAP. What are yeah. you drinking again? Um, right now. I feel like you I, I saw am, it and I don't remember. I'm drinking a True North. Oh, nice. Which one by True North? Um, I am drinking a uh, the Bright and Early, which was one of their recent um, IPAs that they came out with. Yeah. Um, super great. Um, and our friend cool. Jenna had a, a big part in that. that well, she had a huge part yeah. in that. Yeah, yeah, um, Another uh, True North beer um, that I had, which is fairly new, is their... Um, was that the Key Lime one? No. Well, I had that, too. I had their clean, uh, Key Lime Pie. Um, super good. For me, couldn't have a full pour. It was way too like sweet, sweet and coconut mm. forward. Um, but I had their um, Winston, which is their English Pale Ale, yep. which is amazing. Absolutely, nice. absolutely. So that love actually that had a different name, which I forget what it was actually going to be I, called. Yeah, but it, it it got changed, which oh, is like the so benefit. It's yeah. the benefit of knowing people in the industry. We're yeah. like, oh yeah, yep. we know what that was supposed to be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. so lame. I remember we're that. So lame. We're super lame. Um, but, hey, it was super good. Um, they're also doing some construction right now, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah we can yeah. keep it down though. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Matt, it's on their can Instagram. You, um, Get that glass out of that fridge? Of course I can. Yeah, so we're going to be doing our beer. We're going to segue into mystery beer time. But before we do that... Um, Ryan has a fun fact he'd like to share with we all We have some of you fun, fun facts. Um, 
Yes, and we again, let the sound guy take over the I production. Have a, I have a feeling I am yes. the only one who hasn't seen this meme because Matt and Erica kind of low-key seemed like they knew this. And I was like, you know what, Ryan? If you can pronounce it, you can do it. I can't pronounce it. Well, you should try. <laughs> We'd all like to hear him I, try. I knew how to read at 18, and that was like barely. Okay, Ryan. So, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so we went sa- to the same high school, and I can read. So. Yeah, well, I also just like did all sounds all right. and light stuff. Let's, so let's anyway, um, so someone, uh, a friend of mine, sent me this meme, um, and basically it was like this like health condition thing, um, because all we talk about is basically booze. Wow. Yeah, right? Um, So she sent me this, and it was like, um, Senosiliacophobia. Ooh, that was probably really close, actually. Is the fear of an empty beer glass. Now, do you have that? I do you have that? I low-key don't think I do, but I always want a beer in front of me. Okay. Hmm. Understood. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's, that's you know, fair. Especially like today where, you know, like I had a long day and I'm like, first, you could thing, have I, beer. first thing I'm going to do is crack open a beer when I get home. So anyway, before we get into the episode, I am curious, though, what have you guys been drinking um, so far? I mean, I know tonight Erica and I have been having the Wormtown um, Blizzard of 78. Yes. But... We, we we talked about this on our Instagram live, and anyone who joined us, um, you guys know I have a pretty strong feeling against against, against? winter ale, winter beers. Oh yeah, yeah you he's do. not. He's again, it's kind of like the pumpkin thing. He doesn't like spiced beers, which you know it, it's so funny because I think the winter ones. I mean, you definitely have those ones that, who, that um, are spiced. But I want to say, like, the pumpkin season is way more spiced than winter Oh, beers. totally. Okay. Winter, I feel like, has a much more... Right. Yeah, but it's that beers. cinnamon flavor that I just don't it's care about. It's so good. About. I love cinnamon. Yeah. So... I love, like... You love the winter cinnamon? I love the winter, fall spice beers when it's not... Like, so fall spice as in, like, cinnamon, clove, that kind of shit. Yep. Not mm-hmm. the fake pumpkin, gross, blah. Yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. Blah. But I love a a good spiced um, porter, yeah, uh, or a spiced dark or amber something like that. I love beers. Like so that. Mm-hmm. we were talking so about good. for winter, like I don't like spruce tip. So I don't mind spruce tip as I long as it's not overpowering. Tip. I've had love some beers tip. where the spruce like takes over it, and I'm literally eating a pine tree. Right, and, and that's like, a problem. Oh, no, I totally this agree is delish. with you. Just yeah. brings me yeah. back to my Vermont um, days. Great. But well, what our... the spruce tip is like one of my favorite beers that are spruce tip is one of the banded brewing um, beers that are spruce yeah. tipped. Absolutely love it if executed correctly. I think with any beer, if executed correctly, it's a good beer. Yep, but agreed. I think a lot of times we get. Um, winter style beers that are trying to capitalize on like holidays, right? Like, oh, gingerbread stout. It's like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I, mean, I get that. I get that. I don't mind do a you gingerbread mind? stout if I, it's not overpowering? I wouldn't See, do I, it. Like, I like ginger. I made a ginger beer once, and it was amazing. So to me, people like, oh, I drink stouts in the winter. But it's, I drink to stouts me, I drink around. stouts year right, round. Yeah. Like stouts aren't a winter beer to me. No. Like they're awesome to warm up to. Like if you're cold and you Dude, have a stout, a ten percent like 
fuck it's yeah. That porter, that's like and spice, that's why whatever. I, like mm, boy, that's after why, shoveling that snow. And that's why I used to yeah. love after a big snowstorm. And I remember having like a 2016 variant of Goose Island. Okay, okay. again, okay. aging a Goose Island beer is the best decision you've ever made. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping that does dividends oh on the six bottles I have left. I have of 2018. one from a couple of years ago. So I have one basement. from this past year that you so gave good. me. Yeah, so yep. we'll have to try that out. We will, but season yeah. five, season five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay tuned, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so our mystery beer we kind of got off topic uh, tonight is a oh, this looks right. amber colored to me. Um, Quick cheers to everyone who's joined our Amber, I'd say, yeah. And um, for those who are listening, we do a live podcast every uh, live um, Instagram live every recording every Wednesday. Yeah, around like eight o'clock. So if you want to join us on Instagram, it's a lot of fun. We hang out before and after, and we ask a bunch of questions. Yeah, answer a bunch of questions. We Uh, did a live one tonight, which was fun. Yeah, our man from Florida. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a great time. Um, so anyways, we're doing mystery beer. This is a thing right now. We do this every episode. Um, we have Ryan, Jake, and Matt drink a beer that they don't Smell know. So, all right. So this is a thing. It started as, um, are we going to try to find a dessert stout? Right. That was that, impossible. Yeah. That, that Ryan loved. <laughs> there was no dessert stout that Ryan gave up. loved. No, it, it's not going to happen. Um, Dude, so, smelling yeah. this beer, though, I already smell vanilla. Oh, oh, is that similar to last week's beer? I definitely <laughs> smell vanilla. Yeah. No, I I okay. I remember you last week when Wait, he he tasted it. vanilla and I did not right. taste. But I was vanilla. right with the rum barrels. You will. Oh you, yeah, you that's will. straight vanilla. You were yeah. <laughs> not will were straight. Here vanilla. we go. But it's amazing. I love it already. All right, Ryan, take so a little sip of poop. Let's, let's I also smell some spice in. There. We should Ooh. make a, we should make a shirt that says Ryan take a sippy poo. Oh my I god! I say that every fucking Who would week. Buy that? Will if you guys buy that? I'd buy that. All right, I starting wouldn't. next week, Ryan, take a sippy poo. It's coming up. I'm making one. I want to take a sippy poo as well, though. <laughs> Let's all take a sippy poo. <laughs> okay. Definitely vanilla spice, like nutmeg, cinnamon. I, the cinnamon is 100%. Um, 100% cinnamon. 100%. So this isn't a bottle, because Erica told us it's in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Does that narrow it down for us, though? I mean, it definitely should. It should. It um, should exactly. It should. But am I for Matt? What? I don't know. I feel like Matt knows things. Like I know this beer, right? Um. So I know that last I actually week, thought this was going to taste different. So, so I'm pleasantly surprised. So I know that last week was Rosemary's Baby. Yes. So it's not Rosemary's Baby. It's not Rosemary's but Baby. But it would be hilarious if you did the bottle version of it. <laughs> I would. I would give you so much props Just for that. <laughs> like to fuck with us to see if we could do it. Um, yeah, I didn't. Do I, do I dare say it's a pumpkin beer again? Um, I think it's a pumpkin beer. Okay. I would Matt's say it would it be down. a pumpkin now, bottled, spiced Bottled, beer. though, is it a Southern Tier? Ooh. Southern Tier is in a lot of bottles. Interesting. Bombers. So though. this is a thing. Is I was actually huh. I was actually going to go there. Is that? We're going but there. it's not pumpkin. It's not pumpkin. No, I, I forget the name, but there's definitely like a southern tier that tastes very, very, very close to this. We if not, happen to have had one at um, Pumpkin at, Fest. At Pumpkin Fest and that's what this reminds me of. I'm going to go southern tier. 
I don't remember the name of it, but that's ex- like I want to say well, that's what. Shall it- we have the big reveal? Oh, you yeah. know what? The bottles right in front of Southern Tier does not produce bottles that size. It's oh my god! <laughs> it was Pump King. I was so. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Matt. That was really good. For someone who did not finish his Cicerone courses. Yes, congrats. Wow. Is that the first one someone's got on spot? I think that is, honestly. Ryan, give me that. Give me that. That was awesome. <laughs> that was great, Matt. You I'm know what? Not, I'm not that good. Holy shit, I'm um, proud of my... I, I don't know if I should be disappointed with myself or like extremely proud. Or maybe you knew proud. what it was before. I did. Honest to God, I did not know. Honest to God. I'm going to lie to you guys. That's what literally what happened. For the fans, if I was lying, they'd know. Our fans know no. me. It's a good... I don't hate it. I mean, no, it kind of walks not, the no, line of being that, like, is this too much spice or not? See, I think it's... it's Yeah, yeah I think it is. way more spice than Yeah, but anything. if you asked me four years ago, I'd be like, this I mean, is the best beer. Exactly, right? This is a good intro beer. And it does say pumpkin pie in a glass. In a glass. And it is. And it is. It totally is. Yeah. I've drank so much of it, and Ryan oh my is God. like, I don't want any. <laughs> so the only thing that triggered that in my mind yeah, was what, just that exactly. last what week when we were at mm-hmm. CBC, mm-hmm. we had the, the coffee, the coffee version, version, right? Yeah, which was amazing. Which was so good. So good. And I think because I have the back taste of the Blizzard of 78 with the coffee flavor, <laughs> yeah. no, I associated that, that, it. It totally, that, that would make yeah. sense. I, 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 know, I know that sounds crazy, Oops. but... I did not have that... You guys had no, it. No, yeah, we I didn't. didn't. Uh, yeah. Southern Tier out of New York. I said it on the podcast last week. Ooh. I don't like their beers that much. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, you know what? Gonna hate, you, you know, know what it was? It was their orange chocolate. Chocolate. Uh, chocolate. Oh. Um, oh. And <laughs> I did a review of it. Uh, yes, I did a beer review. And this was actually Whoa. stopped this my beer reviews days. This was what days. stopped my beer reviews was... I just thought it was terrible, and they actually sent me a because I I they said don't have it cold. I had it cold, and then they sent me a one so that you had was it warm. They sent me one that was warm, and, and? I drank it, and I liked it less. Aww. So I wrote off. Oh, no. <laughs> I wrote off Southern Tier. Womp womp. But I think any rational person, you know, barring like any like, you know, ethical reason should give everything like a a second chance right? yeah no, right? for sure well there's this second so i chance. gave like i gave southern tier a second chance like four years yeah. later well this is the thing with the second chance thing i mean it's not only a second chance but it's like everyone likes different things you yeah. know i mean like, honestly this is a well-made it, beer it there's i don't taste off flavors i don't think it's bad you know i just think like it's not for everyone. It's just the beer style. Is yeah, I mean, again, I mean, like, yeah, not everyone's going to like yeah, every you know, single beer. I'm going to be mean, honest not with be you, though. You put this at a table with 10 people, and you say, which beer do you enjoy more? You give them this, and you give them a Hazy Boy. I do think that you're going to get the majority of people who say they enjoy this more. Yeah, depending I've, on the crowd, depending, depending on the crowd, on the crowd Honestly, too, of course, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you say, especially nowadays, right? you yeah. say like right. you have um, non non um, non craft beer drinkers, domestic, right? Yeah. Domestic That's what I mean. beer. Again, right, right, when right, I yeah. first came into beer, this would have been the beer I would have had. That was king. I would have fucking loved this. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that's a great intro beer. Um, 
But yeah, eventually, I mean, you either you're, you love it or maybe you that don't. should it be a future episode. Strange. Intro beers. I love I love that it. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. What was, first, think, what was your first? What was your first? You Ryan was is so lucky. Ryan, Ryan, he grew up by like <laughs> fucking not. Yeah, he was so, like, oh, I was playing ooh, beer pong with Notch. Ooh, no, ooh, literally. Ooh. So my, f- all right. So when I was in at Salem State, we're doing a story time with Ryan. Um, by the way, yeah, story time. Ryan, so, we uh, grab we a beer, have to teach Ryan. Take a while. We have to teach Ryan how to tell a quick story. Um, <laughs> anyway, I was at Salem State. Um, beer pong. There was Notch Pilsner involved. And that's the end of the story. There we oh, go. Wow. All story. I can picture wow. is like that's pretty good. All I can picture is Chris and Brand listening and just shaking their heads right now. Just I being know, super honestly, sad. and Colleen, I, I, and I Colleen, yeah, yeah. is at the time had no fucking clue what was going but on. But now he knows. But it was a great beer. Like I said earlier on the Instagram live, follow it if you yeah, are listening at this point. Should. We do it every yeah, Wednesday night. Check it out. Um, resin six point. And I try to drink resin six point now, and I'm like. How so, did I tr- yeah. And those came in four packs yeah. at a time. Four packs that were Red Bull size. <laughs> and I remember I would drink them like no problem. My intro was Magic Hat number nine. Vermont. Honestly, yeah, I yeah. would still drink it. Love. Yeah. I, I actually I love like it. At a beer. bar, if I'm in a bar and, that's and the everything option? else kind of sucks, f- yeah, I'm going for the Magic Hat number nine. Yeah. I, I still enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. I also was spoiled because. Um, a relative, not my mother, um, uh, would we're getting hook, into the family tree now. Would hook oh, me not up Ryan's mom with um, <laughs> like New Report Plum Island mm. as See, well. That yes. didn't even exist when I was in college. I'm so wow. sorry. So like, wow. under, I'm so sorry. Like, so like underage met. If I was to <laughs> underage drink, which I would never. Quotes, under, the right, these are all quotations, here. which I would have never done. Um, we didn't have many craft beer options. Yeah. To us, like the craft beer options, and like Sam Adams. I'm not that much older than you, right? Yeah, like <laughs> I know that. Like we went we to high school pumped. together. We were pumped. I were, I went to um, school in Lowell. I was so pumped when Navigation opened. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Right, because mm-hmm. like that was a craft beer, yeah. and it was different yep. than going to Beer Works. Yep. Yeah. Um, but Beer Works was like the craft beer option in Lowell for us. Um, that was a craft beer option, like all over, all for over. A while. And I'm not gonna lie, like I don't hate beer works. Like <laughs> there are gonna be a lot of I listeners mean, who are gonna food judge me. And there's beer, like whatever. They have an awesome oh, their burgers. They're burgers. <laughs> they have a good I'm burger. Yeah, yeah. Beer. Yeah. They're working on it. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure they are working on on improving the beer quality with every brewery opening in that area. I love their red ales. Cool. Yeah. You're a sucker for a red ale. I am. That's the thing. Is I'm a super sucker. Yeah. For red ales. So, before we get down a rabbit hole, which could be a continent, I feel like we've already started. Yeah, we need to stop. Um, (laughs) Let's go to a awesome word from our sponsors. Yeah. And. And hang around for our episode with Redemption Rock. Danny um, and Greg. Danny and Greg, who are freaking amazing. Please enjoy this episode. Send us your feedback. Follow us on all the socials. Like and rate, subscribe, and rate, subscribe. Yeah. Exactly. Like, rate, we review, love all of subscribe. You. Thank you for Here listening. Cheers. 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 This week's episode would not be possible without our amazing sponsor, Shirts on Tap. Each month, they team up with breweries from across the country and create a custom shirt and deliver it to your doorstep, along with stickers and coupons. Sign up today using the promo code BREWROOTS for $5 off your first box. Head on over to shirtsontap.com today. And remember, 
Drink better beer, wear better shirts. You looking to get into some new hobby? Oh yeah. Sure thing. Well, Erica, where can we do that? Go down to Beer and Wine Hobby. Ooh. And what can we get there? Everything you need to start your homebrew journey. And we'll help you along that journey by using our promo code BREWROOTS to get 10% off your next order. Visit beer-wine.com to start your homebrew journey today. Craft Beer Cellar is a family of brick-and-mortar craft beer retail stores offering amazing beer, hospitality, and beer education. Beer is a creation of craft hundreds of years old, still evolving. Its creators are artisans fusing simple ingredients to create something inspiring, eye-opening, and revolutionary. Craft beer is more than ABV, IBU, and haze. It's about passion, community, and craft. Craft Beer Cellar works hard to find these artisanal producers in every community across the globe, and they encourage the purchase of singles of any beer, allowing you to sample and explore some of these breweries. Visit a Craft Beer Cellar location near you, explore new beers, and shop for some of the most extensive selections in all of New England. You'll find them throughout eastern Massachusetts in Amesbury, Belmont, Braintree, Newton, Norfolk, Plymouth, and Westford. Nashville, New Hampshire, and Waterbury, Vermont, in addition to New York, D.C., Virginia, North Carolina, Florida, Mississippi, Louisiana, Missouri, Michigan, Wisconsin, Texas, and California. For hours and directions to a craft beer cellar near you, visit craftbeercellar.com. That's craftbeercellar.com. Erica, this is an earlier interview for us. We've been doing this a lot lately, I feel like. Sunday um, morning, we... After yeah. church, right, we, come, right. <laughs> we come to the brewery. We actually come to church. The breweries are our church. Yes, church. the new yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, and this is an awesome, I've, I admittedly have never been to the brewery we're at today. Yeah, we don't get out this way very often. I've been here once before. This is the first brewery that they have awesome. indoor turf. Yeah, true. Which is fucking awesome. I wonder if there's like a Guinness thing out there. For I also found out <laughs> that Hot Wheels cars don't work on turf. <laughs> So we've, we've learned that today. And they have the Animaniacs playing. Ooh, which is just noticed. Just as cool. Very cool. Um, and if that yep. is not enough of a description, and you haven't figured out where we are yet, Erica, would you like to tell our listeners where we are? Yeah, we're at Redemption Rock in Worcester. And we're here with Danny. Hi. And Greg. Hello. What up, guys? How are you? What good. Doing Great. good. <laughs> and uh, instead of drinking beer today, we are drinking some nitrous. Cold brew. Cold brew. Yeah. It's yeah. delicious. I'm yeah. having it still. Changing it up. Step one for the day. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we do like, we'll you can transition to like a half beer and half coffee situation. And Drink then you maybe can half do... my coffee and then top it up with beer. Yeah, we can do that right? too. Because we literally do like a half and half <laughs> section where it's like beer and then coffee or tea in yes. one thing. We right. usually float the coffee on top of the beer when we do the uh, half and half. But I okay. see no reason we can't float the beer on top of the, the uh, right? coffee. Change it up a bit. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind being a uh, guinea pig. Totally cool. We can try it. I'm yeah. Down. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, High risk. It exactly. Could, it could be the new hazy IPA. You never know. <laughs> no, what? Uh, so we start every podcast uh, by asking your first memory of beer, um, and then your your role here at Redemption Rock. Cool. Uh, in that order? Uh, whatever order you want. It's usually the <laughs> usually the other way. But it's early. Um, so. so I am. Uh, we're both co-founders, but I'm the CEO slash like CFO. So I deal with all the finance stuff, um, and then basic like strategy and management for the company. Um, and my first memory of beer, um, like period or like craft beer, 
Whatever you want to <laughs> share. Whatever you <laughs> like sharing. Whichever yeah. one's more embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, I would say probably like one of the first times that I remember being like, I'm going to drink beer was at like a freshman party the first weekend of college. Sounds about right. Filling up yep. water bottles, like <laughs> Poland Spring water bottles off of a keg because we decided we didn't like the party, but we wanted to take the beer. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I definitely. Solid. I think that was the same night. I also like burst a blood vessel in my eye. Oh, cool! Yeah, and cool. then told my mom about it because I didn't realize it was from throwing up. <laughs> I was like, "What's wrong? I need to go to the eye doctor." <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, there, there you go. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Uh, so yeah, I'm uh, Greg. I'm also the uh, one of the co-founders and the brewer. Um, my first, at least, interesting memory of the other one worth uh, telling people about would be. Uh, when I was like, I think uh, like around 12, 12 or so, my family took a trip to Montreal, and um, my dad and my uncle were really excited about a, a special French ca ca Canadian beer that was like had a ton of flavor and it was nine percent alcohol, and it was Le, Le Fin du Monde, and that that became like a joke for them when like something was great, they'd be like Le, Le Fin du Monde. It was just a, a thing they would say, and that was actually they would get it and bring it on a camera uh, trips. And when I turned eighteen, that was kind of my uh, gateway beer. Nice. It's a pretty good gateway beer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. So, growing up, um, what was like the original plan? I'm sure you didn't say you wanted to co-found a brewery. Didn't want to be a head brewer. Also, co-found a brewery. What was like the original plan for you? So, me, I I actually wanted to be an architect from like the time I was in middle school. Um, so, I like I took CAD classes in nice. eighth grade, and like <laughs> um, like that was definitely my plan of what I was going to do. Um, and so I went to Northeastern University for undergrad um, uh, for, in architecture, and that's where I graduated with my degree in architecture. That's actually where I met Kevin, who is um, uh, our general manager. We went through architecture together, and he, his roommate, actually freshman year, was Greg's twin brother, Dan, who's our head of marketing. Nice. Oh, wow. Um, All comes back yeah. together. <laughs> so that might answer a later question. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I always wanted to be an architect. Um, I always felt like I was really into art and design, but I was also like really good at math and science, and so that seemed like the obvious combination of those things. Yeah. Um, and I kind of burnt out on it towards the end of like senior year. Um, decided to do construction management for a little while, just as like stay related, but go back and get my MRC. Um, and then I was bored doing that, but didn't want to go back to architecture school. So started <laughs> looking at other things. And at that point, we were really involved. We were home brewers. We, um, well, we had met and bonded over beer. Um, had started home brewing, volunteering at Beer Fest, getting to know people yeah. in the industry. And so I got really enamored with the idea of doing an MBA, focusing on entrepreneurship and getting into small business. And it just seemed like the natural thing to start a brewery. Right. So oh, I kind of pulled everybody along with me and went and did the MBA and spent two years um, learning kind of the business skills, but also developing the business plan. Right. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, I basically, uh, most of my like educational years, I was actually studying uh, uh, journalism. Which, yeah, cool. uh, very, very far cry yeah. from, uh, <laughs> from brewing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that, um, yeah, so I, I was, I studied journalism. I majored in uh, journalism and media in uh, college. And then when I uh, uh, got out, I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do with that. This is, it was great because during this, you could kind of see the entire, like, traditional journalism industry kind of Changing implode. as well, yeah. And then when I was a senior in, in, in college, that's when the entire uh, it, 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 economy and job market imploded. So um, I was just, uh, you know, I, I tried to, uh, I was planning on transitioning to, like, a marketing role, trying to find what I could. And then uh, I was just working in various, like, office jobs, stuff like that. And then we decided to 
uh, opened a, a brewery, and that kind of gave me something to really uh, focus on. You were so, homebrewing that entire time? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, we, we started homebrewing, I think, when we were, like, 22. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, we started uh, dating when we were 23, and I think, like, within, like, four or five months, we were homebrewing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So how many years... Not to date that. Or no, <laughs> we'll have been together ten years in December. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. So you guys yeah. started like 2009, like the whole yeah. planning of Redemption yep. Rock. Pretty much, um, and we—I mean, we basically as soon as we decided that we were going to make kind of the business of it, I stepped back from the brewing side a little bit, and yeah. like it still kind of can be a two-person job home brewing. So we, yeah. you know, we worked together on it, but that really became where he focused, and then I really focused on the business side. Right. So. Mm. Right. Uh, you you mentioned you cut your teeth kind of before you got into mm-hmm. opening this. Where did you get? Where did you work? Or what did you? What did so you learn? Me, I while I was in grad school, I worked at Craft Beer Cellar. So I okay. was at Craft Beer Cellar uh, in Newton, basically yep. from like the day they opened. Um, and I left, I think like January 2016. Um, so like three or four years um, was there. Yep. So that was most. And then I also I was at Exhibit A when they opened too cool. for about six months. Nice. Yeah. Uh, before we, we opened this, I was working at Jack's Abbey for the last uh, year and change. Mm. Yep. Yeah. They uh, don't. They don't know how to make beer there. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't really learn much to be. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. They, uh, I, I actually I taught them more yeah. than they taught me. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jack. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jack and Sam. <laughs> I hope I'm laying on the uh, sarcasm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he also did go. We sent him to brewing school too at Siebel. So he did oh, their awesome. online course. Yeah. We saw the Siebel bumper stickers. Yeah. Yeah. We got that. Uh, yeah, so I spent uh, yeah in 2017. I spent six weeks out in sh- Chicago doing the uh, the uh, classroom portion of, of the, of the yeah. course, and uh, yeah, that, that that was obviously great. Got a ton of you know knowledge and, and resources that I yeah. use basically every day that I'm brewing back there. So and, helpful. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also uh, lucked out because it was in, it ran from like February uh, in uh, March, and it was in sh- sh- Chicago, which is like you know obviously pretty well known for having the most brutal win- win- winters in the, the country pretty much. Yep. Uh, it was the warmest winter they had in 150 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. It was nice. Like, Lucky you. That was, that's, that's, I'll, that's the luckiest I'll ever be yeah. with anything in, yeah. in my life. Uh, nice. Uh, when did Redemption Rock become more less of a pipe dream and then more of a reality? What year was that? I mean, I would say it was at the time that I decided to go back to business school that we were yeah. like, this is why we're doing yeah. this. And I mean, there was always the idea that, you know, okay, I'm getting an MBA. That's not a bad backup plan. <laughs> um, and I could go like wherever from there. But um, that was, we are doing this. Um, right. And I remember like the two of us kind of approaching Dan to be like, do you want to be part of this? Um, Cause his background yeah. was marketing and, and journalism as well. And he was working for like a marketing firm. So we were like, do you want to kind of transition out of that and do the brewery thing with us? And he was right on board. Yeah. Um, so the first year of grad school was more about like skills acquisition and kind of setting a base. And then the second year would have been like 2014 to 2015 that like I really just fleshed out the business plan. I did the summer venture program. I went to Babson for grad school. So yeah. I did a summer venture program, which was really based on like a launch pad for small businesses coming out of Babson. Okay. Um, so that was really when we started um, raising money. Um, started working with a consultant on the yeah. build out of the brewery side and then we um uh started looking at spaces too yeah. so it took us like f- it, it was basically so that was 2015 i would say when i graduated that we yeah. really started aggressively working on like manifesting this Billy so has really came into this the right way you went and got your you know running business education yeah. and got the brewer got the marketing like you guys really had all those skills it's pretty yeah cool. it was um it was kind of like once once i kind of decided to, to focus on being a, a uh, brewer i realized kind of the uh 
enormity of that. And like, yeah. I kind of had like a lot of ground to kind of make up in terms of experience and, and, and knowledge and what was going to look like a pretty short right. uh, period of time. Yeah. So it was just like, yeah, I need to kind of hit the ground running and like learn everything I can. And so uh, 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 luckily I have, you know, friends who are uh, brewers and like they still kind of mentor me to uh, yeah. uh, this day. But I had, uh, had the opportunity to go and help uh, uh, brewers with like packaging runs and, you know, they'd walk me through a, a, a brew day. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, that, that, that ended up, I think, uh, helping me actually get the job at uh, Jack's Abbey before yeah. where I was doing all this stuff kind of day in and, and, and day out. So. I love that about the industry, too. You can just kind of get that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So tell us about the name. Did you guys start looking at that, like, day mm-hmm. one, or is that going to last minute? Yeah, names are hard. Yeah. Names are yeah. hard. Yeah, come here. Yeah. It was, it was it was kind of wild because I my when we were thinking of, of a name my what I wanted to do was actually not focus on something uh, a, a local I wanted something right. that was a bit more of a a, a concept and, and yep. design for, for yep. uh, uh, focus, but it was actually a, a funny story. So we we, we we Rock if you don't know is a historical and recreational yeah. like, uh, landmark up, up in Princeton, which yep. is just just north of uh, Worcester. That's the town Danny grew grew up in. And uh, we were actually going to her parents' house out uh, out there. It was actually uh, uh, me and her and my, my brother and, and his wife Jen, and we were um, we, we were yeah we were going out there. And uh, Dan's uh, GPS took him down Re, Re, uh, Redemption Rock Trail. Yeah. And while we were brainstorming names, that kind of stuck out, and he he threw it out there, and uh, it was like you know what it's it's local. Why not? It, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it sounds good. It's and, uh, and at that point, like we were literally that weekend on our way back home from like a trip to the Berkshires where we'd been like brainstorming and brainstorming <laughs> and couldn't come up with anything. Yeah. And so what we we didn't want something that was like hyper local and like we didn't want it to be like Whistler Brewing coming or right, like we didn't want it to be right. super referential. Yeah. yeah. Um, and at the same time, we did want something that was like grounded. I feel like Rock's kind of cool like that. Yeah. yeah. People who are from here right. know it, but people who aren't just kind of like, yeah. that's, oh, if, that's if, Redemption if Rock. That's literally what I tell yeah. people yeah. all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like we didn't like, we want to be like central mass focused. Um, so having something also that like we're in an urban area, but we have a name that references a more natural yeah. area. Yeah. And yeah, Ballast Point was actually our touchstone because um, most people know Ballast Point. It's a cool name, whatever. But if like if you're from San Diego, Ballast Point is like a local fishing spot. Right. So it's cool to have something that like if you're from there, it's like oh, this is like the my locals local. are like yeah, really exactly. Into it. Yep. And we've had people who've come in from like Princeton and, pe- and people who are like, oh my god, did you name it? Did you know? I'm like, yeah, no, we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Very cool. Why Worcester? Was it just the area that was available, or is it? Um, we were pretty hardcore for Worcester the, from the beginning. Like, I don't ever remember a time that we were like, we're going to open a brewery. Where should we open it? It was like, we're going to open a brewery. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, we were like, we're going to open a brewery in Worcester. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, like you know, Denise's from the uh, the uh, uh, area, so yeah. she uh, uh, knows it well. And, um, yeah, we just, uh, uh, and obviously what, uh, helping us along with just, like, the opportunity that Worcester kind of pre- presents as, like, a city that has a great kind of uh, culture for beer but was also kind of uh, is and probably still is uh, kind of times a little bit yeah, yeah or, yeah. or, or, or uh, underserved yeah. is kind of right right there's yeah. a, there's a, I mean there's a hundred and eighty thousand people in this uh, city and we're the fifth yeah. uh, which is brewery. crazy right yeah yeah <laughs> I can't tell you how many journalists too ask me like, "Do you think you're the fifth brewery in Worcester? Do you think there's too many?" I'm like, "No." Are you kidding there's me? Have you been to other places? It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's crazy. Have you heard of uh, Portland, Maine? Right, like, yeah. it's, it's right. A Nashville, city with, North Carolina, yeah. like, like yeah. Portland, Portland, San Diego. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like there's places where like every neighborhood yeah. that have a brewery in every block. Right, like it's right. crazy. This is nothing. Yeah, we have 180,000 people in five breweries. Yeah. 
That's insane. And when we when we decided to do it, we were the only one was Wormtown. Right. So right. it was a huge opportunity. It made so much sense. And every step along the way that we've like had to push through, like the city has been so supportive and That's welcoming awesome. and yeah. everything from like people in like government and economic development that have been super helpful down to like like we've been over for six months and we have like a core group of regulars that like awesome. like one of our regulars is redesigning his living room after our tap room. Yay. Like we have people who are like huge super fans and that's, that's amazing. So cool. yeah. yeah. Let's uh speaking so of the tap room, uh good segue. Um, this tap room's <laughs> You're awesome. Welcome. Yeah. It's pretty pretty dope. It is awesome. Yep. Um like what I don't know, it has like a bohemian feel yeah. mixed with like an urban feel. Is that like industrial? Industrial, with the, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm not no, a, no, no. I watch not interior designers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, my, so our inspiration was when we were first talking about Paris design was we wanted, um, our initial, that initial thing that we picked up on was a little bit more of like a Scandinavian kind of coffee shop vibe. Okay. Um, we're Scandinavian farmhouse kind of just because we put together a bunch of vision boards of like, I, like types of design that we liked and, all breweries to me feel like they're either leaning into like the old puppy, like London style yeah. leather and dark wood yeah. or going towards like very hyper industrial. Right. And so we wanted to do something that would stand out and doing something that relied a lot of, on white and blue tones and was more comfortable yeah. just felt like something that we wanted to see it's in the brewery inviting. world. Yeah. yeah. We want a place that people can hang out all day. Yeah. Um, and then we infuse it with a ton of art and color and just yeah. like comfy couches and like, I mean, I handpicked every single thing that's in here. And um, part of the, I've been talking to people a little bit about this lately, but part of the reason that we were able to do something that has resonated so well with people is because I do have that background of architecture where right. I was able to do right. it myself. Right, you have that knowledge. Right. Yep. And I know the industry and I know the city, so I'm able to combine those things and do something right. that works rather than us us knowing the industry <laughs> but hiring an outside designer. Yeah. Exactly. Is it fair to say that this is like a step in like a time warp to a different area? Like this doesn't, it feels yeah. closer, but it doesn't. And there's know, a like, lot of people who are like, oh my God, I used to live in Denver and this feels like Denver or, oh, this feels like Nashville or yeah. this yeah. feels like this other city that I've spent a lot of time in. And, and so we get that a lot. Um, and I think that's part partially because like we've been going to Craft Brewers Conference for five years. And so we've gone and I take a lot of inspiration from just going to other places and, and getting really jazzed up about what other people are doing and combining that into something that feels cohesive for us. Um, but I do feel like it is different from anything that there else is in Whistler. But oh, yeah. I do feel like there is a little bit of the spirit of Worcester that is represented here um, mm -hmm. that hasn't quite been captured. So I feel like we're a little bit on the cutting edge of like capturing that before other places do. But yeah. what this represents, I think, is something that is alive in like the people in the spirit of Worcester. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot, a lot of it just comes from the uh, uh, building itself because yeah. we, we, we because we have the, the brick and we have the uh, the uh, steel uh, uh, trusses overhead right, and like right. that was one of the things that we that we, we liked about, about about the space is that it was it was very like usable for what we wanted to mm -hmm. uh, to uh, do. Yeah, and this like, space is an old Coca Cola bottling facility. Ooh, okay, um, it was built in 1940. <laughs> cool. So like the the trusses on the ceiling are still like my favorite thing about yeah. the space. And yeah. we intentionally left like the ceiling and the floor a little bit more raw so like we didn't even polish the concrete floor because I, I, I know I'm very cognizant of the fact that like our furniture and our decor is a little nicer than your average brewery yeah. <laughs> and we wanted to make it feel like a brewery still so we tried to keep kind of the edges a little Definitely. more raw Definitely. Um, but yeah, this, beautiful. Yeah. Th it's a six-inch slab underneath us, which is crazy. Nice. Like they don't build buildings <laughs> like that anymore. Yeah, it's that's pretty thing, remarkable. Like, like, this, like, like, this place is definitely uh, built to uh, last, and like I think that is that is one of the things that really kind of 
uh, kind of carries a spirit of, uh, of Worcester. Is that like yeah, industrial, yeah. uh, yep. blue color? Old, but like not old in like the 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 decaying, but old in you know built, built to last. Right. Uh, still here, uh, not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So you guys probably have to do much for your brew house. <laughs> yeah, with a six inch slab. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> really. No, we really just had to cut trenches to put right. in the plumbing and stuff, sure. and then uh, putting like a nice coating on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, that was basically Easy. <laughs> well. So the the one negative. Do you want to talk about the yeah, slopes? So, yeah, so yeah, because yeah, this was a a, a, a bottling plant. So the, right. uh, the whole building though. Yeah. Was, oh yeah. So and the, then there were still there were still uh, floor drains that the um, that the floor kind of still uh, slopes to. Yeah. But that's not where my drains are. So of course, we, right, yeah. we had to do that's some. Yeah. So we had we had, we had to do uh, yeah. yeah. Basically, we had to yeah. Uh, yeah so under the uh, brew house works, but in the uh, uh, cellar, it's a little bit weird. There's actually like a, a ledge that, that we, we kind of had one of the uh, uh, floor guys basically put a, a ledge just so it would pitch towards the uh, floor drains and not against the wall. Nice. Yeah. So, um, nice. yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it means I'm doing a, a lot of uh, squeegeeing back Which, right, which right. is funny which because is funny. that was the point of like he was trying to save you from doing yeah. so much squeegeeing, yeah. but they, like, they haven't really done it. They made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I was still uh, working at, at Jack's Abbey at the time, so I wasn't here yeah. when he was doing it, or else it would have been like, no, no, like 10 what more feet doing? that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not, a, not a deal breaker. It's just it's squeegeeing, which is kind yeah. of, kind yeah. of a, if you work at, uh, at a brewery, squeegeeing is just a fact of life. Yeah. So, yeah. hey. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys brewing on here? It's a 10-barrel uh, uh, bar uh, system. Um, just a, a combined mash and, and a, a lot of time combined kettle and uh, whirlpool. Um, we got it from this uh, really cool place in Oregon called Practical Fusion. Uh, the guy who started it, uh, he used to work at JB uh, Northwest. And um, it, it's, it's a great uh, uh, system. It's all uh, manual, but uh, it, no, it, it works great. It's very in, in, intuitive to uh, use. Um, it's got kind of these, uh, a couple of just nice uh, features that make it really uh, easy to control, like temperatures and stuff. Uh, you know, I can control change flow when I'm moving from step to step, nice. like super easily. And yeah, it's, it's high quality uh, US steel. And um, He puts his cell phone number in every one of the tanks. Like the, the yeah. uh, 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 like his personal phone. cell phone. Oh, number. the guy who made it. Yeah, yeah, not me. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 they were great to work with, though. Yeah, highly recommend. They, awesome. I think they max out at like 15 barrel. They only yeah. do smaller systems, yeah. uh, but they're awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyone who's looking. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, moving into the beer, do you guys have any flagships? Um, any beers that you have started with? Or? Yeah, so we have uh, four uh, year round beers. It's okay. uh, Elf, the uh, Blonde Ale, uh, Blackstone, our dry uh, Irish Stout, uh, War Castle, the uh, IPA, and Edelstein, the uh, Hefeweizen. Wait, nice. you mean you can have a brewery with not four IPAs as your flagship? Yeah. We, we this is weird. We are, we are, <laughs> you you uh, 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 yeah. uh, uh, say that, but overall, we do have four. Uh, IPAs and a session pale ale that is hot but out of 12 there was a time where like I mean for the first few months like we had like one IPA on like one or two IPAs what? out of like nine or ten beers yeah, yeah. Um, and that's actually been really cool yeah because uh, yeah. and honestly like 
like one point on it is that we have so many people who come in here and are so jazzed that we have stuff other than IPAs. Like I can't even tell you how many people are like, oh my God, there's I love other just stuff. hearing that. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Like, thank you. It's people. so <laughs> it's so wonderful. And yeah. there are people who will come in. We have people people come in and have the same beer twice in a row. Like wow. they'll sit and if they want an IPA, they'll have like three war castles in a row Amazing. and they'll be happy about it. Nice. And I think part of that we can get away with it because we have this awesome space that people want to be here. Yeah. And it's just like yeah. a fun place to hang out. Oh, totally. So you don't really yeah. care. Like you're not going there to just crush seven different <laughs> New England IPAs. Yeah. So it's like, but people <laughs> are genuinely super jazzed that we have other stuff. Like we currently, cool. like we have an alt on right now oh, and cool. a red saison. There was one we had red two red saison is on. my favorite, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Freaking love that. Get one of those apples. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we did an Irish red that like people were super That's pumped cool. about. Yeah. Like, and I think that it is just because people are coming here to have fun and enjoy the space. Right. And like, it's not, not about like the hype necessarily right, right. and it's been awesome we don't do flights um so yeah yeah beer people what? are anybody who worked in the industry gets very excited about <laughs> How that do you survive yeah <laughs> um we just say we don't do flights yeah. sorry don't, don't tell the beer influencers yeah. That's okay. yeah. we, 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 we do a, have a half pour we do size do like a half yeah. we still do the fractional yeah. pours i actually Which, love half I love pours half by the way pour. yeah, yeah. you can try the beer but not have a yeah. massive glass and like and, if you just yeah. want to try something before you're leaving right. and you don't want to do a whole one or right. you're waiting for your friend to finish a pint exactly like you can still try a bunch of uh different things which is that are into craft beer want to try a lot of uh, uh, different things. Yeah. And so you can kind of give them the opportunity to try a bunch of different things, but have more than just a sample or a taste. Like actually right. have a beer. Because it's just yeah. a sample. You don't really get yeah. much out of that. And yeah. our you full know? pours by far outsell all of our half pours. Like half the time when people That's ask cool. for a flight and we explain we don't have them, yeah. Yeah. they'll be like, oh, cool, I'll just have a pint. It's yeah. actually like, great. You can, you can yeah. kind of see like, like but behind their eyes, like they, they just change tracks to be yeah. like, right. I'm going to try like four different things. Okay. Like, yeah. no, I'm just going to sit down and have a beer. And yeah. relax like, and enjoy Welcome. that yeah. beer, You're right? here yeah. now. Yes. I feel like people are partially <laughs> conditioned cool. to when you go into a brewery, you just get a flight. Yeah. And so because people are asking all the time, people are like, you have to have them. But like, we've been perfectly fine without them. That's cool. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah, no yeah. one ever gets nice. mad. It's fine. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. You're coming on, uh, what, seven months of being open? Six months? Uh, six months was Friday. Congratulations. Two days ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, Thank congratulations. you. Congratulations. By the yeah. time this airs, it'll probably be seven months. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's Going fine. to the we'll future. Just, uh, yeah. 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 We opened right, so January 26th to get people to touch down. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. whenever. Nice. <laughs> um, opening a brewery in the dead of winter is like a... Scary yeah, good thing. point. Yeah. Uh, actually, our uh, July has been a lot slower than the winter was. Yeah. Everybody here goes to the game. Yeah. Okay. And people blame it on like the students being gone, but we don't get that many students. Uh, we it's Everybody's just gone to the beach for the weekends, so our True. weekends have True. been slower. Um, but... I mean, well, it was actually kind of good because we had the hype of opening and getting that initial, like, people were excited about yeah. this new brewery in I January, February. I remember seeing you guys at Polish Fest for Notch giving out oh, your yeah. business cards. So that's how I learned about you guys. Uh, yeah. yeah so <laughs> that was a fun night. That happens. <laughs> that was a very fun night. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Notch. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. What up, Chris and Brianna? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but... I, I think that it actually helped us to open it and went on a time that may have been slow anyway because True. we got people excited to go out to the new brewery for like that In the month. middle of winter, right? Yeah. What else are you doing? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so that worked out actually really well. So we'll see how like just January goes, but yeah. like yeah. Um, I, it was really good. We had a great opening weekend and then like, um, yeah, we had a nice ramp up period and now we're kind of, it's weird going like through the first year's paces of like trying to figure out like, okay, what months are going to be busy and what months yeah. are going to be slow and yeah. what holidays are we going to be slammed versus right. dead? So right. it's, it, it's an interesting process. 
how do you get, um, I'm going to call Worcester a very working class yeah. city. I think that's a fair thing. You yeah. guys lived here, so correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. How do you get a, um, a working class city excited about craft beer? Uh, and you can read between the lines of what I'm saying, but you know, I yeah. feel like domestic sales well, probably think, do really we, we, well yeah, in this area. I think a, a lot of it goes into the same kind of mindset we had with the space and trying to make it like uh, uh, comfortable and invi inviting yeah. and accessible too, which is like, and it's reflected in the beer as well. Like, you know, we don't have, it's not, you know, a bunch of uh, uh, hazy IPAs and a barrel-aged stout. It's, you know, it's a couple of, of IPAs, but we have a lot of other things. We have a, right. a Blondale, which is, you know, we have people come in all the time and say, like, what's the closest thing you have to Bud? Yeah. Well, we have here's a white uh, uh, yellow beer that you can you can that's easy to drink. Like this is yeah. I mean, it's, it's a not, lot of those people. It's not like a half Hefeweizen. Yeah, yeah. It's like my dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hefeweizen is actually like a, a great beer. Sometimes people will do that all the time. They'll be like, "What's the uh, lightest beer I have?" Yeah. And I'll be like, "Technically, it's it's Elf, the Blonde Ale." But, but I, you I want this one. Yeah. Do you want it to taste like beer or not taste like beer? I want to give you a sample of the half too, because I think you're gonna like it. Because that that is that is I think actually the most accessible beer we have, because it's just the half. It tastes like fruit and spice, which are things that people already like. And yeah, and it's light, and it's not bitter, and yeah. It's, I also think that like. Like craft beer has made enough inroads at this point, um, especially in like the Northeast in general, that there's way more, it, it, like there are plenty of people who are like, oh, this cool like IPA thing or right, whatever. Right. With like a lot of people who you wouldn't expect to drink craft beer are drinking craft right. beer. Yeah. Um, and I actually, my favorite people, and I think that comes from working retail so long in a craft beer space, <laughs> is I love people who think they don't like beer, whether they don't think they like craft beer or yeah. they don't think they like beer. And like my and eyes light up. Yeah. Like, I first believe that there is a craft beer for everyone totally agree and there is just it because craft beer has kind of hit this kind of monotonous ipa world where like that works for some people because it's very different from what you've had but at the same time like that becomes what people think of when they think of beer or yeah. specifically craft beer yeah and there's so much out there like craft beer is so diverse that there is and, I, and that's so why so many different kinds yeah. i mean it's yeah. insane i love yeah. that like i did a beer class and tasting for i'm part of the young professional women's association oh, of worcester awesome. and we did a whole class and we like sat down and i gave them samples of literally every all nine beers that we had yes. and we went through them and there is so much that like if you don't have that experience of like the diversity of beer you don't realize that like you might like like there is something out there that you will totally like. um, yeah. so yeah. usually my approach is if people are coming in is what do you like whether right. it's light beer or it's coffee or it's yeah. wine or whatever it is and yeah. then using that as a touchstone to build off of uh, build into like samples and see what you like right and there's very little pressure and we do from just our attitudes about beer to like training staff and how we hired people there's like we try not to be very like craft beer is like this elitist thing like we try to be very accessible <laughs> about it yeah. and yeah. like there's no pressure if you don't like anything there's no judgment right. like it's just about having a good time yeah, Love certainly. It. I think this 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 tap space is like conducive of that, yeah. right? Like, I see you guys have uh, geeks who drink, like trivia. Yep. You guys must yeah. have events here. Yeah, we do. All so the time, yeah. all the time. Yeah, we do. Tuesday nights we have run club. Uh, Wednesday nights we started doing workout Wednesdays, so we'll work out uh, <laughs> on the turf, um, nice. and then. Yeah, Thursday nights we have trivia, and then we'll have pop up food pop ups and food trucks, and we do um, a lot of mu live music. And then yeah, we've hosted. I mean, 
we have a fundraiser for the YMCA Live Strong um, on Monday. We hosted a annual meeting for Central Mass Grown, which is an organization that um, represents Central Mass Farms. Awesome. Yep. Um, and like we've hosted different fundraisers. We had the 25th anniversary party for the Worcester Youth Center. Um, so we we do a lot of things that like give back to the community and also like bring in people here that otherwise might not um, be exposed yeah. to a craft brewery. Mm. Love and, that. And people uh, uh, come to us and have like birthday parties, graduation right. parties yeah. here. Right. Like, I think all the time they'll, they'll just ask us to hold a couple uh, tables for them at yeah. the same time. And We have a couple weddings. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah. This is a great space. Yeah. 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 You've done a lot with, it's not a small space, but it's not huge. We're very like, efficient. Yeah, yeah. 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 You no, made for it. sure. It's, I think the whole, the total space that we have is about 6,200 square feet right. um, and about half of that tap room. So we're right. about 3,000 square feet on the tap room, yeah. um, including bathrooms. It's the tall ceilings. I think yeah. it's like the tall yeah. ceilings really mm-hmm. solid. Yeah, they're like 18-foot ceilings. So, so it's safe to say you, you uh, stay pretty local. Do you mm-hmm. use um, local ingredients as well or? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my, my two main uh uh, grains as a supplier are Stone Ma- or Stone Path down yep. in, in Wareham yep. and uh, Valley They're Malts. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hadley. What's up? Yeah, yeah, those, <laughs> yeah, those guys are great. Yeah, I, I use a, a Valley for all of my wheat, oats, and uh, cool. rye. And then I'll, uh, every once in a while, I'll do a specialty beer that that's all them. Yeah. And then you know uh, Stone Path, like they're probably my, my biggest like barley malts as a supplier for right sure. now. I love their their uh, Pilsner malt and their their. Yep. Uh, uh, the, uh, Mister Vacation too is all. Ah, uh, yes, that, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, so that was um. Yeah, a Stone Path Malt did a, a limited, like a kind of a small run of uh, main grown malt. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, and they, yeah, the, uh, one of the guys over there uh, emailed me and just like, we, we, we did this. You want it? Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yes. uh, let me know, yes. know if you want <laughs> some. Like, yeah, yes, I'll absolutely do a, a beer with this. And then yeah. I, like, it got me thinking of uh, just oh, finding, sourcing some main grown hops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, which, which was, was easy enough. You just, right. Google hop farms in Maine, and there you go. Very then, cool. I would have, I would yeah, have so never thought just, that. Yeah. 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 Thanks, yeah. Google. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, uh, found one, ordered a couple of pounds of that, and uh, made Mr. Bay, Bay, Bay vacation. That's just sweet. It's, it's, it's really one, one type of main-grown malt, one type of main-grown hop. Real simple. Yeah, yeah. simple, nice, clean, and, and I think it's one of our best beers to date so far. Yeah. For our listeners who are outside the New England area and Maine is known as vacation land, so yes. that is why. Right, right. Yeah, plan, plan words there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good plan, right? Yeah. So uh, speaking about single hops, random question. Do you have a favorite hop? Do either of you have favorite hops? I don't. Is it I, Galaxy? Or hop? I don't, I don't do favorites. Yeah. I don't do favorites pretty much across the board. Cool. We're talking TV shows or ice yeah. cream flavors, but that's good it. Good to know. Yeah. Ooh, to what's know. your favorite yeah. ice cream flavor? What, salted caramel. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Greg? When you get into <laughs> the business of having to source hops, yeah. ones you would think you like actually actually make you very angry because they're <laughs> hard to get Shout in. Shout out Citra. Yeah, <laughs> right. Citra. I, right. Have a, new, I have a I have a uh, email alert. Citra different than Citra over there. Yeah. I have yeah. a, a, a email alert for uh, Citra on a uh, Looplin Exchange. Yes. And so, like, several times a day, I get a, get an email saying like Citra for thirty dollars a pound. It's just like get the fuck out of awesome. my face. <laughs> thirty dollars. <laughs> That's so. not even the highest one you've told me like you yeah. even like i just saw i got one for 44 it gets there uh yeah. when, when when they do sometimes they'll, they'll they'll put on like the uh lo- like citra loop and pa- uh, uh, a powder yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. like 50 dollars a pound so oh, when, I, when i see that uh, uh, uh notification <laughs> citra 55 dollars yeah. a pound 
It's just like, I, I can't believe I have not thrown my phone against yeah. the wall yet. Yeah, breaks, breaks your heart a little bit. Yeah, just, uh, especially because we need Citra for the work castle. Yeah, that's, that's uh, why I'm going to be a sea hops in, in my fight. Yeah. Just start growing IPA. in your backyard. Yeah. Like, get space here somewhere, okay. right? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna, I, might, I might try to open up like several Citra like, uh, contracts. Yeah. There's a couple yeah. different yes. people. Just, yeah. like, just, just cover all, all, all the bases. Community probably gardens, a, right? Yeah. So uh, we aren't drinking beer right yet. We uh, haven't. We've been having nitro coffee. You're drinking coffee. Which is delicious. Uh, and you guys are getting the. Do you want me to text Jen and see if she'll bring us some beers? Yeah, text Jen. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Jen, cool. how are you? <laughs> um, so, the coffee that we're drinking, though, it's Atomic Roasters. Yep. That's awesome. Very big fan of the, the coffee from them. Thanks. But yeah, um, it's great. Was it a decision to have beer and coffee, or oh, yeah. was that something? Yeah, because we um, the, the original the original, original idea for this place was actually to do a uh, brew pub. Because we, because you know, obviously we want to be a place where people come to sit down, having a, a an actual food uh, a menu and a full t- uh, a, a kitchen would have been gr- uh, great for that. But none of us have actually worked in a kitchen b- before. It's the uh, one thing uh, you're missing. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, 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 Kevin ha- has put plenty of like restaurant experience, but it's on the server bartender uh, gotcha, ma- uh, manager yeah. side. Yeah. So cool. Jen's gonna bring us some beers. Cool. Right. Thanks, Jen. Jen so, we're gonna do a few half fours. Yeah. yeah. Jen. <laughs> so yeah, so we decided that was gonna be. Uh, yeah, the full uh, uh, kitchen was going to be biting off a little more than we wanted, wanted to chew. So we yeah. kind of just walked it back to a cafe mo- mo- model yeah. where we are on the cusp, actually. Uh, by the time this airs, we may have already started our like food and sh- our meat and Ooh. cheese Ooh, uh, plate. Nice. Kind of, yeah. Oh, nice. Like a, and, like a baby charcuterie. Yeah. Baby charcuterie. <laughs> I like it. Nothing <laughs> fancy, just yeah. things that we can slice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing in a ramekin. <laughs> That's all right. That's yeah. later. So, so uh, <laughs> coffee play plays into that, you know, uh, perfect, perfectly well. And, you know, if you look at the specialty co- uh, uh, coffee industry and uh, culture, it parallels uh, craft beer quite yeah. a bit. There's yeah. a focus on local. There's a focus mm-hmm. on v- v- variety. There's a focus on education. Yep. People want to yep. know, like, like, where is this from? What variety is it? What To what degree was it roasted? You mean it's, it's not all Dunkin's? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I think the BA actually just put out an article about, like, basically, like, if we want to predict where crap beer is going, one of the industries to look to is coffee. It was coffee, coffee oh, and geez. ice cream, I think. Uh, I think wine. Wine. Okay. Ice cream, I also like. That's yeah. a good one, too. <laughs> <laughs> There's some, I think I saw that article. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. but it also, like, makes sense with, like, how we use the space, like, because we very much love the concept of third you spaces. You people around. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like, third spaces being, like, basically a space that you use besides your home and your work. Yep. And so bars, breweries kind of fill that gap. But the cafes are another big one. So we're essentially combining those two types yeah. of spaces. And I love the fact, like, I, if I worked from home, right. I would totally come to a brewery, have coffee later on, drink right. to a beer, yeah. and, like, that's awesome. Yeah. We have a bunch of people yeah. that do that. Like, right. people, like, one of our friends comes in every Wednesday and Friday, and this is where he works because he's a work-from-home <laughs> guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. It works out really, really well. Super cool. While we're waiting for these wonderful beers to come, uh, I have a couple questions about what you guys think about the industry as a whole and some, some things that are going on in it. Yeah. Um, we see, you said, uh, in your words, you said the uh, the monotony of an IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, is the IPA craze dying down, or is it just that people are more people are drinking craft beer? I mean, I don't know. I feel like we might be on the, the 
cusp of hitting a little bit of the backlash on the IPA thing, just from like the amount of people that are excited that we don't just have IPAs. And you're starting to see like an article came out recently about like, oh, not all New England IPAs are great. Um, so yes. it, sure. It's like, so I feel like we Hot might burn. be on the cusp because I feel like there is like, I don't think craft beer as a whole is a trend. I think it's gone way beyond that. But there are yeah. always going to be micro trends within yeah. that. Um, and yeah, like glitter beer. Yeah, glitter. Was that even a trend? I feel like that was just like a moment. Yeah. So this is the if everybody's cool with sharing. This is the That's Blackstone cool. Stout. This is the Birds, which is the Red Saison. Yes. You like there a you Red Saison. We were actually on our last uh, keg of that. So. Right. We're all trying to We have like was, three yeah. beers that we're waiting to open up some tap lines for. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. We can help you. We, drink we can them. definitely yeah. help. And with then that. speaking yeah. of New England IPAs, that's the War Castle, okay. which is okay. our uh, year-round um, New England IPA. And then that is the Mr. Vacation, which is the main grown beautiful. lager. Oh my god, isn't it's it? Beautiful. It's crystal yeah. so clear. Yeah. It's gonna be that a good crispy boy. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. 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 But yeah, you wanna weigh in on New England IPAs? I mean, I still love New England IPAs and I there are I a will, lot of them. Uh, uh, yeah. It's, yeah, just the amount of like uh, attention that they kind of command that does kind of uh, uh, wear thin. And there, there already is like I don't know if we're gonna get full on backlash, but I think it is. You no, know, it's certainly reached a, a saturation point, and you are you are seeing, uh, you know, at, at least in what people are, are saying and in, 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 in talking about, there is a good amount of a, a backlash. And I think actually, like there's a there's a trend in a, a, a loggers that has been kind of going on yeah. and kind of building up for a couple of years. Summer it's definitely in response. It's like such a counter trend yes. to New England IPAs, but it's actually really interesting. Yeah. Especially with with uh, uh, people that, that are, are uh, in, uh, in the, the the industry or in yes. part of the industry like like uh, uh, you guys are, like there's a um, there's a, a podcast here in, in Worcester we did a, a Seltzer Time, and um, Seltzer Time. Time. What's up, guys? I, love, uh, <laughs> I gotta talk to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, they're uh, one of them, uh, uh, Ricky. Hey, hey, Rick, 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 Ricky. Uh, he's a uh, he's a bartender at the uh, dive bar. Oh, cool. which, which oh is, nice. Yeah, that. And uh, he, he was talking to one of the uh, local beer buyers in town, and like he, he said, like they used to drink IPAs all the time, and now they lean into lagers, pilsner, stuff like that. Yeah. And so yeah, I think there's definitely uh, a burnout on the part of people uh, uh, in the industry, and they're we're all leaning yeah. heavily. Whenever into we talk to brewers, they're always like, "We want something like right. easy drinking, yeah. Yeah. something they, else." Right. They yeah. don't want a heavy IPA all the time. Yeah. So. The Blackstone is actually when we have industry people come in, people love that beer. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the moment that the New England IPA, when we were in CBC last year at the Craft Brewers Conference in Nashville, we went to Bearded Iris in Nashville, and all they had was New England IPAs. That was the moment that something like broke in my brain, and I was like, I can't, I can't handle this. There's something and, wrong. And like, there was nothing wrong with their beers, but I was just like, I can't handle this yeah, on an emotional right. level. Like, I'm done. I'm in, I'm in Tennessee. I'm from Massachusetts, right down the and I'm at a brewery that has only New England yeah. IPAs. Uh, I was like, I can't, yeah. I can't do it. Um, I might get in trouble for saying this, but fuck it. Um, I do that all the time. Is it, yeah, is it a, um, a maturing of people's palates that the New England IPA maybe isn't? as popular because it's a good yeah, entry I, I it's like a, a good entry beer I yeah think. I, I think that you uh i think I, I don't know if there's like that's like what the trend is but uh for like uh individual uh people you definitely see the uh a trend go from new england ipa to a that they kind of just burn out and they want beers that are way more accessible I, way more i don't know 
if that's specific to New England IPAs, though, because I feel like 10 years ago, you could have said the same thing about hyper bitter IPAs, mm, that that was changing. something that was yeah. so different from what you drank. And it blew your mind that this beer was super bitter. Oh, yeah. Six and, point resin. I right, remember yeah. drinking that. I loved like, resin. Yeah, Palette record. Yeah, yeah. Like those beers were, were gateway beers for yeah. some people just because they were such like an aggressive assault on your palate, but then like you move on to something else. And I think that whatever's trendy is a great gateway beer because people just want to be part of a trend. Yeah. And so I think that whatever that is, and then yeah, you you kind of get sick of that. You try something else and that intrigues you. And I think our palates are always changing and evolving yeah. as individuals and then as like a culture. Right. And so yes, this is a trendy thing right now and eventually people are going to get sick of it and they're going to want to try something else and then who knows what the next crazy trendy right. thing is going to be. Right. Um, but I think there's always something. Yeah. Uh, our favorite question to ask is about Untapped. What do you guys think of Untapped being yeah. a new brewer? I mean, I st- I have I stopped using Untapped the day that I started working at Craft yes. Beer Cellar, just because there was too much. It was too much to, to keep up with. Like I kept up with it a little bit before that, but I just like. I got sick of, like, I just want to sit and enjoy a beer and not be bothered with rating it and checking it in. And then there's this, like, yep. stress that goes along. Oh, I forgot. To, like, that for me, <laughs> on a personal level, I just can't do it. So I don't really yeah. care about it. Yeah. Um, but I as have, a professional. As a professional? Have, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So the caveat here is that I have this really weird perversion for really deeply enjoying, like, irrationally negative reviews of things that I like. Yes. You are going to love this. You're going to love yes. what we're going to do next, after awesome. this interview. Because I like go on Google. I'll go and like, I'll go to like restaurants that I love and hunt for negative reviews yeah. and like laugh at people that are being dumb about places that I know are great. Yeah. Oh my. I'm but, so excited um, for this. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really like get that into untapped. Like whatever. I like to go on and see if I can find ridiculous things, but that's about as far yeah. as I go with it. I yeah. think it follows the, what we were just talking about on the way beer drinkers palates mature. I think mm-hmm. their behavior is mature. I think moving away from un- untapped is a lot of time. But like, yeah, I, I used to, to use it and now I, and I stopped. Like, it's like, fun years to troll. Ago. It was, yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, I think, um, we do kind of have a policy of like, nobody here should be like, really talking no negative reviews yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah i mean even like the, the last year year or so that i was uh, yeah. uh using my, my policy was if i like the beer i give it five stars if i don't i don't give it any rating at all yes i think the the system of you know is this beer 3.75 stars or, or four Everything stars like who gives yeah. a shit Every there, there actually there Literally. actually is i i, I did hear that or if like, your brewery resides nice. in charlton maths you get a five star yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. They're not the highest rated brewery. No, I know, I know. No, like, yeah, but they're all they're all so close. It's a lot of averages. Yeah, yeah. It's, it drives that drives yeah. me crazy. Yeah, like like I mean, almost every beer you see is between three point four and three point eight. It's so yeah. I, I don't get a lot of use. I, I, mean, I haven't gotten use. I don't think there's a lot of use in using it because because even when you have a ra- ra- uh, rating and a beer has a, a rating, who's really benefited from that? Like it's not a good yeah. tool to help like choose beer. Because one, they're they're like, can can you really trust everyone that's rating it? No, they they, they don't discern between whether it's a per, a person that doesn't know how uh, how to use the app and they order a a, a porter. No, they don't like dark beers and give the beer a bad rating. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't those like dark are my beers. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Like, or like, or, or it doesn't matter if you're that person or you're like fucking Mitch Seal. It doesn't it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. Your you yes. your vote count counts uh, the same. Yeah. Food and, like, and food and beverages are such a subjective thing. Oh uh, yeah. Yes, so exactly. And like I understand. Like I don't really fault anybody who does use it because I I love data and from like a personal standpoint, exactly. if you are someone who likes to keep yeah. track of what you drink yeah. and like compare, fine, that's fine. I don't really like, but I don't really take it all that oh, yeah. seriously as, yeah. as, as a lawyer as a tracker of what, what, what you've tried before and using it for yourself to figure out what what what, what you what you've liked and what, what you've had or had a beer before started. yeah it's 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 useful for, <laughs> for, for that but 
for for people actually looking at the fact that yeah, all these beers have have, have ratings and that you can rank them based on those ratings. Right. And like you know, there's clear like bias towards you know in intensity over like high uh, 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 quality. Our our top rated beer is always the. Like newest beer we release. So. Yeah, that's the hype. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. People yeah. cool. like the beers yeah. more and more. Right. Uh, so what are we doing? Oh, you want to know? Do you yeah, want to know? I want to know. All right. So we uh, we're gonna do <laughs> it. Piques my interest. We're gonna yes. do it after. But, oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, we do okay. we do oh, brewers on. read their bad on tap reviews. Yes. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> nice. And then we, we get that's your response. We have to find some. Like yeah, we have to find one. We've done well so far. Yeah. Oh, there are some Google reviews that are fun. Oh, that's even better. There was although a couple of them did get and Yelp. There was a couple. I know all of them because I find them hilarious. There was one that I'm actually bummed that got taken down. Oh. And because it was like when I go to a restaurant, I expect there to be a full food menu, and we're like, it's "Well, not, we're, not we're not a, a restaurant." restaurant so. so that was one of my all-time favorites. Um, one of my one. all-time favorite ones, like over breweries, just of digging through stuff, was at Cambridge yes. Brewing Company. That somebody commented that they were upset that their wine wasn't decanted properly. Oh. <laughs> That's one of my all-time favorites. That is great. Yeah. That's cool. Pure gold. Well, <laughs> yeah. Nice. God, the, the only negative on tap review that I can remember off the top of my head is somebody. Ooh, just save it. I want to save it. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Don't, don't, don't say it. About it. it. <laughs> we can't give it all Never away. Mostly uh, our negative stuff comes from people complaining about parking. Uh, we just want people to go to yeah. our YouTube I... page. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're doing this on video. Sorry, oh, boy. Sorry, oh, we're in... <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, all right, nice. So, what's next for you guys? I mean, six months, it's hard to gauge out, but you went to school, you have to look five years in the future. Yeah. You know it's, what's up. Um, before we get to that, I do have one question. Yeah. What is something that school totally did not equip you for with running the business in the last, you know, two, three years that you've been trying to open Redemption Rock? I mean, I would say that there are like there is a little bit of a tension in in the fact that like the business school and I went to a very like entrepreneurial focused business school. Um and but there still is kind of that um tension between um, like what the crappier industry is and what that culture is versus like what this act, like typical person going to business school is doing, which is like starting an app. Um, and like I got in a fight with a finance teacher who like I was like, okay, well, how do I do a valuation for my company for like doing convertible debt and like like doing yeah. small investors when my plan isn't to sell my company in five years? And he was like, well, are you, do you want to work for the rest of your life? Like, what are you talking about? I was like, yeah, like kind of um, like that's my like I'm trying to build yeah. a long term business. And so like there was always that kind how of tension. Wait, that's scary. Yeah. The school you went to is a very like prestigious like yeah. business school, and for a professor to be like. Yeah, don't work for the rest of your life. Just like yeah. sell. I mean, rich. It, yeah. and that that is kind of like what that is and that, that wasn't model? every yeah. professor that I had, but like I had one great entrepreneurship professor, and I and like people. You do kind of have to pick like who gets what you're doing and right. who doesn't. Yeah. Right. But like, yeah, it it is very much focused on like entrepreneurship is building a business, getting it successful, and getting it sold, which is not like how craft beer really works. Like, yeah. it, it, like I mean, anybody who's not listening really. probably understands why that doesn't work. But um, it like there was always that disconnect where I kind of had to understand, like, this is what I need to take from it. And then this is what, like, I need to kind of implement on my own and figure out on my own. Um, and luckily, right. I had the experience in the industry that I was able to do that. Um, there are things that architecture school prepared, prepared me more for, which basically like the last month before we opened. Like the zoning right. stuff. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. and there are stuff like that. I like I, like there was the, the point 
like we had to fight so hard for things and like that's stuff that I don't think school can ever prepare you for like going into the like liquor office and like basically yeah. begging Your to give them our everything. license yep. because we are we have everything <laughs> except this one thing We're but the person said it's this. okay and it's fine and we have a thousand people coming tomorrow yeah and so like I don't think school can ever prepare you yeah. for certain things and, and like a lot of the beer specific things like there was just no infrastructure for that but that's why we sent Greg to brewing school that's why we worked with a brewing Woo-hoo. consultant that was fun yeah Thanks, who could guys. like help us we we still have to supplement where yeah. you know you can't get everything from one place of course but yeah right so what's next then? so um, we've just started doing a little bit of keg distribution locally Ooh. in Worcester. Restaurants so, and things? Yep, yeah. restaurants. Very cool. Um, Very so cool. we're at like five accounts right now. Almost all of them in Worcester. We're trying to get to 12 by the end of the quarter, um, probably to 20 by the end of the year, beginning of next year. Um, and then sometime next year, we're looking at adding a canning line and cool. doing some canning. Um mm-hmm. And figuring out a strategy for that, starting with, like, we're kind of trying to do everything that we do expansion-wise, doing, like, baby steps. So, like, what is the minimum viable product of, of, like, being able to do this? So getting some canning done, selling it out of here before we go into liquor stores. Um, And then, I mean, we want to grow. We want to grow in Massachusetts. And um, but we want to grow with a taproom focus and continue to kind of innovate on what a taproom means and what that model means and still continue to focus on guest experience and doing things that are different and outside of what's already being done in the industry. What does a taproom look like in 2022? Oh, crazy question. Hopefully more like this. Uh, <laughs> hopefully we are, we are on to uh, 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 something. And yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. we have like three ideas. Well, we have like set 10 ideas, but like three that we're investigating as far as next steps of opening additional locations for taproom spaces. And um, honestly, like I get inspiration from just like traveling and going around and seeing what is a cool thing that somebody maybe had a cool idea and I yeah. think I could do it a little bit differently or um, I see something that's being done in another part of the country and isn't being done here, yeah. whether it's a restaurant or a brewery or a roastery. And yeah. I also think there's a lot of opportunity to integrate more with local communities um, and really understand the community that you're in um, and kind of not, like, I think the topic about gentrification and how breweries tend to be a harbinger for gentrification is an important one. And Just it's something, look at Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah, like, yeah. and <laughs> it's something that we want to address anytime that we're yeah. taking up residents in a community. And I think that there's also a lot of room for innovation as far as like doing like expanding on the cafe, like integrating yeah. different business models um, and being really innovative around that. And I think as craft beer continues to mature, I think that's where you can get really creative yeah. with stuff and do things that are different and outside of the mold of just being a tap room. Like what else can we do? How yeah. can we yep. do cool things? What else are we interested in? Yeah. So just a quick question too. Yeah. You're part of Pink Boots, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Awesome. Awesome. And um, how's that been for you, being a woman in the beer industry? Have you noticed? Have you experienced anything? I mean... So, I mean... Obviously, I get this question a lot. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I'm, and I've been working more on like what trying to pin down like my experience is because yeah. I, I don't I don't have anything that I can super point to and yeah. say um, like, oh, this is a bad experience I had yeah. um, without... There are a couple things, but I'd be calling people out that I don't want to call out. But um, oh, you can. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, Those people do need to be called out, but maybe not on this platform. But yes, 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 well, yes, but, yes, yes, yes. So I think that there is a lot of. Um, when it comes to being a woman in the beer industry, there tends to be a lot of emphasis on like, what are the bad things that happen to you? Right. And I kind of want to get away from talking about that stuff because I think that there is so much subtle stuff that goes on. Yeah. And then it's really about the overall culture and that there's little things that happen that just con- convey 
that this is an industry for men. Yeah. And I think that um, it, I don't think it's intentional. And I think we need to not necessarily be canceling people when things happen, mm -hmm. but there needs to be more of a culture of like, Hey, like this was not cool. Here's why it wasn't cool. Right. Like, and Educate, let's, right. like, yeah, let's talk about just preventing yeah. something like this from happening in the future, whether it's something that's happening in the industry overall or stuff like even like, like with us getting funding, I was told multiple times by banks that we had the best business plan that we, they'd ever seen from a brewery. And it took us two Wait. and a half years to get funded. <laughs> and I talked to guys at breweries what? who were like, oh, man, it was so hard to get funded. It took us like six months. And I'm like, seriously? And That's so, insane. And like even little things like like going into meetings, like there were points where I kind of stopped bringing the guys with me to meetings because people would direct questions to them that like. I've definitely experienced yeah, that Yeah, like <laughs> even like, uh, like people yeah. like important business meetings where people yeah. would direct questions to yeah, Greg about finance. Yeah, asking me. I, I don't have the first You're fucking like, idea. Yeah. Uh, and they're just brew like, beer. It's like, yeah, could you, <laughs> yeah. Could you stop? Like, cut it out. Yeah. yeah. This is yes. bad. This is annoying, like, both of us right yeah. now. Yeah. Greg's like, I don't yeah. want to answer these questions. Yeah. And I'm the one who should be. And the person's, like, looking at him. Yeah. And I'm like, seriously, like, he's the brewer. Like, I am the person who's running this. So I yeah. stopped bringing them to stuff. Right. Um, and, yeah, and it, like, it is kind of, and even, like, picking up on stuff, like, people are, like, interviewing me about, like, women in beer and how we have such a welcoming space. Like, and we have, I mean, all of our employees that we hired are women. We did blind hiring. That's a much longer That's conversation. That's really awesome. It is. And it's, it's been amazing. Yeah. So all of our employees and like Wait, three you said, quarters. You said blind hiring? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Incredible. Yes. Um, Let's yes. just highlight that again. That's just yeah, yeah, yeah. successful. Blind hiring. Blind hiring. <laughs> it's possible. It was actually a lot of fun. Yep. Three quarters of our uh, hiring team. So me, Greg, Dan, and Kevin. Yep. Uh, three of them were men and we ended up getting to the interview round. Their entire interview round was women. Yeah. Um, once we awesome. like opened it up. So now blind hiring, that just means you kind of erase the name. Yeah. And yeah. You yeah we, I mean, we didn't even do resumes. We okay. just did questions for the first. Yeah. We never did resumes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we Jen, cool. Jen main, uh, basically handled the like taking all the um, applications and basically taking names and genders and everything yeah. out of them. Yeah. And we gave everybody an ID number and did that. Um, but like I literally I was doing an interview about women in beer and like the reporters looking around going oh yeah I guess there are some women in here oh are they drinking beer and I'm like yes why would you assume what? they're not drinking beer I know like we do do coffee but like yes they're not like Jeez. yeah so there there's just stuff that annoys me and I feel like we need to start talking about like the little stuff more yeah. just to be like pointed out right it's right. actually um, it's actually uh, just I think yesterday or the, the day before the the Diversity ambassador at, at the uh, at the uh, BA, uh, she should put out a, 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 a yeah, yeah, uh, Dr. Dr. J, J, yeah. she should put out a, a, a great thread that was basically telling the the, the industry to I'm gonna I'm gonna like, like paraphrase this by by quite a bit yes but <laughs> view view issues of di, 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 diversity in beer whether it's race diversity or gender di, 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 diversity view it less as a problem that needs to just be you know called out when when something goes wrong and. Yeah something that needs to be solved but viewed as an, an, an opportunity to cool. do things better and yeah. to you know open up the, the the industry to people that are, are under rep, uh, rep, uh, right. rep, uh, represented because it's the the right and responsible thing to do uh, as a society as a whole yeah. and specifically as the 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 just for the uh, 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 industry itself. And we've had like female staff that were, it doesn't happen a lot, but we have had female staff that were harassed by patrons before. That's and awful. like, yeah. And yeah. honestly, that happens all the time. I had it when I was working in a store. I had some yeah, drunk no, guy right. come up and like Same. kiss my neck. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. That's weird. I haven't had that. Yeah. So, so, sorry. But like, yeah. we like, <laughs> they're, <I'm> sorry. yeah. <laughs> and, and like, 
Uh, so we coached, like, we talked about it extensively. Like, we do weekly meetings, and we talked about it, and we're yeah. like, you are perfectly within your rights. Like, this is a strategy of action for how to handle that, because I yeah. know myself, when something like that happens, you just want to get out of the situation. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we kind sure. of were like, if that happens, because it probably will happen again, like, this is, like, what... This is a strategy for coping way, with it, and yeah. you are in your rights to do that, and we will yeah. support you however you handle yeah. that. And I think Very even cool. like that type type of stuff and having those conversations. Those are important conversations. It to doesn't have. happen most places. No, no, I would agree. I don't yeah. think I've ever really had that conversation yeah. with anyone. I, the craft beer industry is so different than any other industry, yeah. and the fact that we're ta- have, able to have this conversation, this conversation, right, and right, then uh, right. talking about instead of calling people out, which I suggested, right? I was like, oh, let's yeah. call them out. Like very educational moment to. And it makes sense because the craft beer industry, I mean, think about people collaborating. You know, if you run out of <laughs> malts and someone's like, I have some extra ones. Like, that doesn't happen in technology. That doesn't happen no. in finance. Like, you're we trying to make, you're trying to push yeah. the industry yeah. forward right. instead of saying, and, like. And it hurts, like, and that's the thing to me is that, like, if you're doing things that are, like, send that message of this is for men. It hurts all of us because it reduces the labor pool of people who might potentially want to work in the industry. It hurts patrons. It hurts customers where you're like, oh, okay, I was kind of interested in this, but maybe now I'm not because I'm being told however subtly and however unintentionally, like, and that's why I think calling out the action and not the person is important Mm -hmm. because like a lot of times it's not a bad intention. It's just that this industry is fairly, still fairly male dominated. So this Mm -hmm. is coming out of a culture where, people aren't recognizing that, oh, maybe this isn't the best way to do right, something. Right. And yeah. maybe this was an action that, like, we shouldn't have done. And, yeah. like, that's fine. We just need to have a conversation about it without people getting, like... Because like, calling people out does kind of create problems, right? right? So let's not do that. Let's educate. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, the thing. Like, like right. view it more as an, uh, an opportunity to reach uh, uh, people that your, your business and the industry as a whole aren't reaching. Like, that, right. that is, like, there are, like... So, so many, you know, it is such a white male dominated uh, uh, industry as people that are in, in the industry and as the kind, kind, sure. kind, 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 kind consumers are, are yeah. concerned that there are a lot of people that might have the, 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 the talent to really con, con, contribute to craft beer that aren't being reached. Yeah. So part of what, what uh, we did here before we uh, did the, the blind uh, hiring, we actually designed our job uh, uh, posting to be like perfectly uh, gender neutral. Cool. Nice. Because a lot of like uh, brewers do kind of st- uh, struggle with not knowing how to, to reach True. people, especially yeah. when it comes to work workers. They say like we put on a job posting and only guys can get back. Right. So we won't want to kind of set, that means set you're the doing example. something. Right. Yeah. We want we want to set the right. example right. of of make sure, sure you're, you're you're making an, an, an effort to not just reach guys. Look at the, the yeah. language that you're you're uh, using and. Yeah. You know, and also what your brand is putting out yeah. there on a long term. If your brand says sure. that we are a like super bro culture brand super and like <laughs> other yeah. women who have worked there have a problem with having worked there, yeah. then like you have bigger problems. Wrong to cr- here, like, right? And like I'm sort of saying too, like even like with patrons, like if like women are drinking crap beer, women like crap yeah. beer. If women yeah, are not drinking your beer, then you were doing something wrong. That's the thing. Like, yes. like, 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 yes. uh, 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 uh People of color and, and, and women are—they're yeah. underrepresented in beer. They mm-hmm. aren't absent from beer. There, there's, a, there's enough. Definitely. There's enough uh, 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 evidence out there that there is nothing inherent to any of these groups of people and to craft beer right. that keep keep them uh, 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 separate. It's clearly a problem yes. with the uh, 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 culture and the systems that we have in yeah. uh, in a, 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 a place here that we're only not not only but we're just largely ca- uh, catering to. To basically, guys, exactly like yeah. me. It, it's, uh, it's, it's very inspiring. I hate the word inspiring, but it's, it's, it's like what you guys are saying. It's like 
if you are listening to our podcast today and you are thinking about opening a brewery, please, I would say reach out to Redemption Rock and like, yes, do what they <laughs> are doing because like that's awesome. I I think we go to a brewery a lot of the times and. You see the Kyles with the backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. <laughs> exactly. Uh, shout out to my girlfriend who would use that. Um, Kyle and, Medusa. Right, yeah. No, no, not Kyle Medusa. <laughs> That's the first thing that popped in my yeah, head. But like, um, you know, and, and it's true. It's, it's, it's true. And, yeah. and thank you for taking the moment to like educate me as well. Yeah. It's a yeah. very cool oh, of course. That's uh, what I mean. Moment. Like These yeah. conversations are really important, important for us to have as a culture, yeah. just to grow and learn. And they're... Scary conversations yeah. to and, have. And, and, they yeah, are. They're actually, like, yeah. you know, the yeah. thing is, like the, the last thing I would say about like the example that we're trying trying to uh, uh, set here with the way we, we hire and the way we kind of present ourselves yeah. is that it, it's it's not hard. Like we we don't we didn't go we weren't aggressively seeking uh, uh, female uh, right. uh, 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 applicants. We don't try to make this place like extremely uh, 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 feminine. Yeah. We just kind of dial it back and make it a bit more more, more balanced. A little and less the, masculine. And the, yeah, yeah, the right. results. Well, because people <laughs> yeah. tell me like, oh, this space is so feminine and then I have guys who come in and they're like, oh my God, it's I love this. Right? Yeah. I never, yeah. thought, no, it's I never thought it was cool. feminine when yeah. I came in. <laughs> uh, women usually yeah. say that and then yeah. guys come in and are like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. industrial yeah. bohemian is what I felt. Yeah. Yeah, like we still have like repurposed power which the fairly <laughs> There's wood on the wall. I mean, it's yeah, masculine, yeah, exactly, right? Exactly, right? <laughs> it's still, it's still, it's still, it's still has a very, has a very yeah, it's kind of an industrial woodworking feel. Yeah, yeah, the, bar, yeah. the bar is made out of concrete. And right. like, this is not this is not a an, an overly uh, feminine place. Yeah. It's just it's balanced. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I also just wanted to to your point is that like I'm not like we're not saying that we're doing everything right or whatever. <laughs> in that like like I do think I like whenever people have panels on diversity or inclusion or, or just like issues that are going on in the beer industry, yeah. like there's always like, well, who's doing it right? And they're always like, I can't really think of anything. And my goal is to be that brewery to raise my hand and be like, we, we are, but yeah. like, we're, I like, I can't stand here and say we're never going to make a mistake, but you have to be you have to like, acknowledge those mistakes yeah. and, grow and you from also them, just right? have to not be afraid to try right. Yeah. Right. and to step outside of the bubble and acknowledge yeah. that there's problems and figure out ways to solve them and exactly. make a little bit of an effort. And you can do that, but you have to be uh, like, you have to be able to take those steps and just try something. Like, yeah. even if you do mess up, like, at least if you're coming from a place to try. Oh, good. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just about trying your best and, like, listening to other people and, yeah. like, maybe doing a little research. <laughs> Danny, thank you for closing with that because it yeah. makes my job less awkward for transitioning to another topic. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't feel like a jerk right now. <laughs> Um, but I want to get to know you guys more. I think we know yeah. what you guys stand for as people. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. but I'm more curious, like, well, not more, but I'm curious. <laughs> I am curious to know what's in your refrigerator at home. <laughs> Actually, uh, the dirty deets. I was just about to have a conversation that was like, we need to start, like, buying more beers that we can just drink at home. Because we stay, we're here a lot. So we drink we here, here a most, lot. Of, most of the time. We yeah. sold some leftover Jack's Abbey for when he was working at Jack's Abbey, and we just got free beer all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like six months old now. Yeah. yeah it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. thing is, as soon as I left, we were here 16 hours a day building right. this place. Yeah. Right. So I didn't have, right. have a whole lot of time and to then, sit home and drink. So that's on the second shelf. And then the bottom shelf is all like, because I, I, we were literally, we were going out drinking last night at, at Dan and Jen's house. And I was like, we need to grab some stuff because I don't want to like use up the crawlers right now um, and just pack all of our stuff. Because I love all of our beer. So you 
usually right. when we drink beer, just we're just own. here. Yeah, drinking. totally. Um, and then people always want us to bring our own beer. <laughs> and then we started pulling stuff out of our cellar because from working in craft beer and working fast and stuff, like we have a ridiculous cellar of stuff that like yep. not everything should be in a cellar. So like there's yeah. like like five percent porters. I'm like we, we were like definitely six years old. quite like, a bit too uh, uh, yeah. aggressive with the cellar the thing back in yep. the day. Yeah, like, that was really that. cool. Like yeah. eight years ago, and now yeah. you look at it and you're like, you're like shit. Why is this in there? So we're trying to be more aggressive about pulling that stuff out yeah. of our coat closet and putting it in the fridge so that yes. when we're, we're like, okay, let's drink this. So now we're drinking a lot of like wild and like bourbon, bourbon Ooh, barrel. You're like, this was cool. Yeah. Like, oh, I hate myself. Yeah. A lot of it is, you know, it, it is cool, barrel. Cool it, it's mixed for the exact stuff that I yeah. actually don't do here. Right. Yeah. 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 Which is true. Yeah. So that's good. Change yeah, it up. Right? It up. Yeah. Which I like, uh, although the, <laughs> the most recent beer that I bought and have been digging is that Allagash Tiny House. Mm, yeah. Three and a half percent Saison that has so much flavor. Shout like I just, Allagash. Oh my God. Yeah, they don't make a bad beer. Oh no. They're think. probably one of my, like honestly, from like yeah. a like breweries that I really admire perspective, like Allagash is right up there. Oh, yeah. Like, they're, we're killing it. I think we yeah. always say like they're the best brewery in East yeah. Coast, East Coast. The world. Yeah. 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 No, they, 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 they are the, uh, I, I like to say they're the Shawshank re, redemption of, uh, of breweries. It might not be your personal, personal uh, uh, favorite. But you have to respect it. Yeah, if yeah. someone oh, says yeah. it's yeah. there, just like, that's, that's a great choice. Yeah. yeah. A solid choice. Yeah. 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 They have sure. a, they actually have an untapped review that was like. Oh, I saw that. It was like, amazing. This place is never going to make fan. it. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, they're like, they don't even have any New England IPAs. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah they're never going to make it. They're like, oh, they should look to the breweries across the street who are doing better. Oh. Like, oh, it, it all started. <laughs> I read that like four times. It all started because yes. like a, a bartender like misheard them. And it's, that just triggered off this like whole, the whole rant. rant the whole rant. Yes. It was really like, funny. Oh, I loved that. Dude, really. give give people so a happy. little slack, oh, all right? Yeah. It's like yeah. <laughs> also like try looking up like top breweries. And also like like yes. like, like focus here. It's yeah. Allagash. Yes. Like they have yeah. a, they have a, a reputation. Yeah. To, to you can go to most restaurants and get Allagash yeah. White. Like, yes. come on, man. And yeah. that's great. Yeah. And that beer is amazing too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, top to bottom, they're uh, phenomenal. Uh, speaking of most restaurant beers, do you have a guilty pleasure beer? Mm, they're really. stumped. No, not no. no, no. I, I don't feel guilty about much. Yeah, like, like if, 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 if I go, if I go to a Ralph's and get, get a can of Jenny uh, 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 cream, uh, cream I, I, I don't feel they're guilty. They're like fifty that's, cents. Like you, I don't know if you guys have been. Why to would you not? It's, it's right? it's, yeah, they, 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 they have uh, the Jenny white cream in, in a, a black can for a black Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our friend, we brought our friend Paul, who's like an Alston hipster. Hi, Paul, and he. He thought it was chips. Like he saw it on the list, and yep. he like he thought it was a bag of chips. Right. And then he saw, cents. yeah, because it was like a buck fifty. Yeah. And then he saw all of us drink, and he's like, "What is going what on is right this? now?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's just not. And that's the thing. It's not a, a guilty uh, a pleasure when you're. This is a smart financial. That's, right. that's just <laughs> the right choice. Yeah. yeah. That's just what what, what you yeah. should do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, I guess to segue to that, um, if you were unfortunately faced with having your last meal, what would be your last <laughs> meal? This with, is the biggest question. I, I didn't count for that. With beer. <laughs> I was just asked this for an interview, like I've written an interview, and it's like, what meal would you eat for the rest of your life? And I was like, I refuse to answer this question. Well, this one's with beer. So right, like, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. your last meal. Yeah. Um, last, last meal is different than like forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, 
Oh, well, I'm okay. So, like, I feel like I go back to whenever people pressure me on favorite type questions, I go back to like things that I just can eat repeatedly. Yep. But peanut butter if, and jelly. Yeah, but buffalo wings <laughs> right? for me Ooh. is a yep. big one. Yep. Um, <laughs> but like, if it's like my last meal, I feel like it should be something special. So I would have to go with like a lobster roll or just like yeah. a lobster, yeah. like with a ton of butter. Warm lobster, <laughs> yes. warm lobster roll or cold lobster roll. A cold lobster roll. Okay. We so uh, yeah. Dead Horse Hill too. I've been eating lobster rolls all summer because Dead Horse Hill, which is a dope restaurant in Worcester, yeah. on Main Street on what? Fridays they do. They aren't normally open for lunch, but on Fridays all summer they're doing uh, lobster rolls. Yeah. Um, just like eleven they to are three. Huge. They're so good. They're so good. Nice. So I've been digging that. So <laughs> and, yeah, that's where my head has been around food. So I'm gonna go with uh, one of their lobster rolls. And with. what beer would you pair that with? Probably like. Uh, Probably like a late light saison. Like so now I'm thinking yeah. like tiny house, but also maybe like Mystic Table Beer, Ooh. something like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, maybe something from Oxbow because they do lobster and beer, yeah. but they also have really they great saisons. You could just, yeah. just right. lead right. into like just your, your uh, a, le- a legacy just being like a giant like lobster stand is what you're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. That should so be that should be we should do a lobster. lobster stand tap room concept. I, oh my God. I die. <laughs> That's your second place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be like, Worcester Mass, known for lobster. Yeah. <laughs> we're an hour from the ocean. It's yeah. not like we're in like freaking Minnesota. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to cop out and answer this quick question twice. Um, <laughs> twice, love it. Yeah, so like, like the, if I wanted to do, do, do like, uh, you know, go out with, with, with a bang, it would probably be like a bone in prime uh, uh, ribeye okay. with. Uh, like some, a tomahawk? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With like, there we that's, go. That's the term. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I would have that, and I would have like Westy Twelve or something. Just go, really? Yeah. Just, just, just right. something, just All something right. like, like unrealistically really big and just as yeah. high brow as I can get. Um, if I want to be more like sentimental and thoughtful, it would probably just be uh, probably a really good bar p- pizza and the okay. the Fendermont. I was gonna say, what about most, the most frites from? public house. Oh, that would be really good, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so, so many uh, options. As you can see, we're getting hungry. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. What time is it? Oh, time. it is. Ooh, it's it's that time. time. <laughs> yep, yep. So, so call, call for a pretzel, maybe? Hold yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, thank you guys for taking some time out of your day to yeah, do this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is fun. Thanks yes. for coming by. Beer is awesome, by the way. Thank uh, you. That yeah. lager is unreal. Right? Yeah, uh, that lager is amazing. I'm a New England IPA. Yeah. As someone who's not a huge New England IPA guy, right on point. Nice. Solid. So, where are you guys located on social media and the interwebs and, and Physical physically? Yeah, so, so we on the interwebs, our uh, website is redemptionrock.beer. Um, and you can find all, the, yeah, dot oh. beers. Shout, shout, uh, uh, shout out to uh, 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 Bone Up. We, <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we basically stole that straight from them. Um, That's right. Nice. When Liz gave me our email address, I was like, this is yeah, real. It's cool. People <laughs> get really like, what? Um, and all everything is linked to on there, so that's the best centralized place. But we're also on Facebook, just Redemption Arc Brewing Company. And our Twitter and Instagram is RR underscore Brewing Co. Yep. Um, and then physically, we are 333 Shrewsbury Street in Worcester, although our entrance is on Putnam Lane. And if you type into your GPS, just Redemption Arc Brewing Company, it'll take you straight here. Um, also, info on the website, but we're right off exit 15 on 290 in Worcester for anybody coming Woo-hoo. from out of town. Um, Worcester's dope. Come check us out. Commuter rail accessible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Union Station, the Worcester commuter rail station, is right at the far. end of Shrewsbury yeah, Street. Yeah. I, I mean, I walked here this morning, and I live on the other side of the commuter rail. So it take it's a thirty-five minute walk for me. It's probably a fifteen-minute walk from the commuter rail. We have friends that do it all the time. Excellent. Yeah, Erica, you want to ask your favorite question? Oh in the world? yes, we love ending with this. <laughs> what are you most proud of? 
That could be anything. Oh, I'm going to go with this because I also got asked this recently. Yes. Um, I did all the tile on that tile backsplash. So that's Ooh, what I'm really? going with. That yeah, beautiful. Yeah. To be it took me over Christmas, five out of seven days of the week of Christmas. That was 14 hour days <laughs> oh just God. putting tile on the wall. Best I had like two emotional ever. breakdowns. Um, Dan did do all the grout. He smushed all the grout in. That's Dan. We're going to have to take Great a picture. Great job, Dan. Yeah. We'll have to take a picture of you <laughs> yeah, in front yeah, yeah. of that and the beautiful mar- yes. Yes. I also yes. did all the tile in the bathroom too, but for some reason, that because I think it took just like so long and it's so much more like in your face was a lot more yeah. stressful. It looks professional. I would <laughs> Thank have, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, the architect design uh, yeah. came into play there. Uh, yeah. yep. and real quick, uh, I just, as silly as I sound, I just noticed the mural on the wall. I feel oh, like, yeah. I feel like an idiot. Wow, you, like, you kind of are. Um, yeah. who, did the, who did the art for the mural? Uh, so uh, his, uh, it's Marka 27. He's done some stuff in Boston. He has some stuff in Cambridge. Um, he's based out of Cambridge, but he travels all over the place doing stuff. He, uh, We have Powwow Worcester, which is um, a big street art festival in Worcester, and he did the first round of that. So one of the guys from... Um, from powwow che um che gets shouted out every time anybody in worcester goes on a podcast but um so he connected us with marka he actually did that in two days uh, all spray paint it's amazing and if anybody has seen season four of queer eye that just came out he actually did he did did the mexican like oh uh, really yeah that's marka did that he's not on it but that was him he posted the day the season came out he posted a picture of him with the fat five and i like lost my shit shout out jonathan you're a big fan of the podcast (laughs) that would be amazing she right. was. Oh my god! I mean, we don't know. Maybe. Um, uh, I, I think Karamo I, would be. Ooh, yeah. yes. Yeah. We should tag yeah. him in everything. Yeah. We should. <laughs> Get, Get him done. on. Get him on. Um, uh, what about Greg? Greg, yeah. about yourself. Oh, Sorry, god. we got I was just sitting here quietly Super. hoping that yeah, just right. like, forget and move on. Yeah, the murals. I was all about the murals. Oh, cool. Greg's uh, really proud of the murals. Yeah. Yes. Greg, you did the mural. That's amazing. <laughs> no. That would be the rudest thing in the world if I no. I mean, <laughs> We uh, adore the ever-loving shit out of uh, uh, Marka, so uh, that would be that would be uh, unacceptable if I even joked about that. <laughs> oh God, the thing I'm most proud of. Oh, God, I hate this question so much. I haven't had time in the last year to be like introspective at all. It's just Here's I mean, your you're kicking ass the time beer. right right now. For, for your first time working like as a head brewer, you're fucking kicking ass with beer. Thanks. True dad. I hope we're allowed to swear on this podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah I've been swearing up and down. Rating. I mean, like yeah. for a brewery, <laughs> podcast, that's what for a yeah, brewery that's, that's been open yes. for six months, yeah. and I don't even feel like there are some breweries that I've been with yeah. that Same. you feel the growing pains. Yeah. This does not feel like that. You've been killing it yeah. since small one. He's hard at being proud of himself. But. That's good. I, I didn't. I, I say the thing I'm most proud of. I didn't have to. I didn't have to dunk up a beer until I got like 30 uh, batches in. So. Yeah. So which, which we, we which we did because we take quality very seriously here. Nice. I've also I've also fixed stuff, which is I'm not the the handiest person. The fact that I kind of have to be me now is like yep. there's some stuff where like yeah I did this pretty well this oh is yeah you did work. i mean he helped our so our plumber is amazing we love our we our brewery cat is named jimmy after shout our plumber, plumber. Yes. yeah shout what? out jimmy Jimmy. um and him he's like a one-man shop sometimes he has a friend help him out but yes. him and greg installed all the glycol lines together cool. and then greg did all of the like um insulation oh, on I, it. i'm not proud of that at all <laughs> oh god the whole glycol thing was so dramatic such a, oh my he god spent, like was... seven hours on the roof in the rain that was a bad day I'm, I'm... like the day before christmas and then our Get plumber ended up glycol. coming out on christmas eve with this get, get in the uh, uh, glycol chill <laughs> now, so now that I've actually he done it now that I've actually done it I can probably get a glycol chiller up, up and running in like in, in afternoon cool. <laughs> this, this took me a week hopefully just because yeah. Yeah, yeah hopefully not yeah. that thing's also also yeah that's new and also very ex- expensive yeah. so um, yes hopefully I don't need yeah. a new one anytime soon 
Cool. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no, actually getting that set up was like one of the one of the most traumatizing parts of this whole like build up <laughs> experience. It was it was just the roof nothing and about it. Yeah. flying blind, just making one mistake after the the other, and just I was bad at the worst possible time. Yeah, it didn't land. Oh, and it was also in the the uh, a winter, so like we have no sun at like four o'clock. Yeah, yeah, so it's dark. So yeah, so I've got like six hours of actual light, and by the time I actually figure out what I need to do, it's getting dark. And... You're up there with a hand pump trying to get the glycol. Oh yeah, oh, that was yeah, a bad it's... night. Like literally right at Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Danny and Greg, thank you so much. This yeah, is yeah. honest. Uh, honestly, I Thanks don't ever say this on air, but this was one of my favorite interviews that we've oh, done. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. so thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, and this is I fun. never venture out to Worcester, but yeah. I will be coming it. out. To yeah. You go to Ralph's. You said yeah, you yeah. go to Ralph's. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I do. I do. But that's like a different, like, that's a different cool going stuff. out of Ralph's. Yeah. Yeah. We have yeah. a lot of cool stuff going on in the city. So we're all very pro Worcester. So yeah, everybody should come visit. If you're thinking about moving here, move here. It's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Let's do it. And if you do move here or you're just traveling through the state, make sure you stop at Redemption Rock. Yeah, right yes. up the highway. Don't even tell them we sent you. Just come. Yeah. Just do it. Just come. Yeah. Cool. Well, until awesome. next time, I'd love to catch up with you guys maybe like a year down the road yeah. just to Let's see where it. you guys Absolutely. are at. Absolutely. Cool. We're down. Awesome. Cheers. 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 Guys. Cheers. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening to our episode with our good friends, Redemption Rock. Now, Matt and Erica left me to record this outro with you guys. Actually, that's a lie. I fucked up on the recording, and now I have to do it by myself. But anyway, uh, definitely rate, subscribe, and review us. If you send a snapshot of your review, you're going to be entered to win some sweet swag. Who doesn't love swag? But also, definitely send us a DM, an email, or whatever uh, of your feedback for the show because we really want to make the show um, as good as possible. And if you have any ideas of who to interview or any content episodes, please let us know. We're really trying to plan for season four. We already got some big stuff planning uh, for it. But your help and contributions will definitely help with that. If you are an expert in the field, definitely send us a DM. We want to talk to you uh, because we really want to shape up our content episodes and get someone on who really knows their way around the industry. So definitely send us a DM and uh, we'll hopefully be able to get you on the show. Other than that, get your tickets for the Craft Beer and Food Festival November 21st at Olio in Peabody, Massachusetts. We're going to be there doing a live podcast, and the tickets are selling out fast. Um, There's only a handful left, so if you want to go to have a whole bunch of great beer and food and hang out with us, definitely get your tickets ASAP. Other than that, keep an eye out uh, on our social media pages because we'll be announcing who we will be uh, interviewing next week. And if you aren't already, definitely just, you know, follow us on social media. Like, it's super easy. Just, you know, go on Instagram or Facebook and hit follow or like. Uh, Because we do a lot of really cool beer news, uh, questionnaires, and we also really love to know who you are and who our listeners come from. So without further ado, until next week, cheers. Cheers.